CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden says the Supreme Court's decision to end the constitutional right to abortion is destabilizing, and he hopes Democrats on Capitol Hill will take the next step. Mr. Biden's just spoken at the finish of the NATO summit in Spain. Correspondent Steve Dorsey has details from Madrid. Mr. Biden criticized the Supreme Court, calling it outrageous and a mistake for it to strike down Roe versus Wade. I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law, and the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights, it should be, we provide an exception for this. He also said in meetings with world leaders here in Europe this week, his foreign counterparts don't believe the U.S. is going backwards. Just in, a judge has temporarily blocked Kentucky's near-total abortion ban that was triggered by the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade ruling. President Biden also says the U.S. will send an additional $800 million in aid to Ukraine, including advanced weapons defense systems. There's new evidence inflation is soaring. A key gauge jumped 6.3% last month, and Americans are tightening their purse strings. Economist Gus Fauché. This is causing problems for U.S. consumers. There was a modest increase in consumer spending in May, but once you take into account inflation, consumer spending actually declined. One of two Republicans investigating the attack on the Capitol is weighing in on the direction her party is taking. Liz Cheney, the vice chair of the January 6th committee, says the former president cannot be ignored. We are confronting a domestic threat that we have never faced before, and that is a former president who is attempting to unravel the foundations of our constitutional republic. Speaking at the Reagan Library, Cheney told her fellow Republicans they must make a decision. Because Republicans cannot both be loyal to Donald Trump and loyal to to the Constitution. Correspondent Linda Kenyon. If you're getting ready to head out for the holiday weekend, you'll have plenty of company. And if you're flying, good luck. Correspondent Errol Barnett is at Washington's Reagan National. You really should have a plan in place right now should your flight be canceled. And over the past two days, we've seen about 1,200 flight cancellations with Delta and United reducing their summer schedule starting tomorrow. What's a 4th of July barbecue without a big streak of yellow on your hot dog? For me... Would you have any gray poupon? Mustard is already becoming hard to find in Europe, and wholesalers say we could be next, as drought conditions in primary western Canada and the northern U.S. have led farmers to grow less mustard seed. The Dow's down 560. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. This is a paid advertisement for legal services. Ricky LeBlanc, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Admitted in Massachusetts only. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Members, Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Nick Neiswander, Florence, Kentucky. Rich Graybo, 970 Farmington Avenue, West Hartford, Connecticut. 860-904-7789. Michael Bogonzalez, admitted Louisiana. Filing number LA-22-13614. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other attorneys. I am a paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention U.S. Marines. Veterans were exposed to toxic chemicals in the drinking water on Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Exposure to these chemicals increased the risk for cancer, birth defects, and other serious health problems. If you or a loved one were exposed to contaminated water on Camp Lejeune, you may be entitled to compensation. A new law gives legal rights to those harmed. It is not too late to take action. Call Sokolov Law now for a free legal consultation at 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. 
Morning, everybody. Another great start, and today is going to be another great day. Mostly sunny, warmer, though, than yesterday, with comfortable levels of humidity. Temperatures today, 86 shoreline, 87 degrees inland. Tonight, mostly clear, a delightful night, overnight low, 63. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, hot, and muggier. Highs, 85 shoreline, 94 degrees inland. That's a hot one. Saturday, mostly cloudy, scattered showers and thunderstorms. It'll be humid with highs in the low to mid-80s. And then Sunday, morning cloudiness gives way to partly to mostly sunny skies. Skies. Temperatures in the mid to upper 80s. Monday for the 4th of July, a mixture of sun and clouds. Hot. Highs 86 shoreline, 90 degrees inland. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 73 in Norwich, 75 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Governor Ned Lamont this morning announced that he will name Mark Kohler of North Haven to fill the vacancy of the office of the Secretary of the State. The vacancy comes at noon today when Denise Merrill's resignation goes into effect. Kohler recently retired from a long career in the Attorney General's office. A ribbon-cutting ceremony is set for today for the new ground transportation center at Bradley International Airport. The new facility will bring all of the airport's rental car services under one roof with new parking and ground transportation options. The facility was fully financed with customer facility charge revenues and did not require any taxpayer funding. The governor will be among the public officials at today's ribbon-cutting ceremony at the airport in Windsor Locks. A man who died in Norwich police custody in February overdosed. The Office of the Chief Medical Examiner says 42-year-old Brenton Chambers died of acute fentanyl intoxication and ruled his death accidental. State police and the Connecticut Office of the Inspector General are continuing to investigate Chambers' death and the Norwich police's handling of the situation. A mostly sunny day today, comfortable humidity, but warm up to 87. It is 73 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11, I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. The Norwich uh, Chief of Police will be in today. No, yes. Nothing to do with, you didn't do anything wrong. He'll be in at uh, 1 o'clock. Oh, good, I'll be gone by then. <laughs> <laughs> he can't catch me now. Just don't go too fast. I know. There was one on 395 sitting there this morning. I'm like, oh yeah. Luckily, I was uh, doing doing what I was supposed to be doing. That's that's good. That's good. We're glad that you made it here. And uh, you know, there'll be a lot of police out, which is good on the holiday yep. weekend. Of course, yep. July 4th. Not that anybody's going to be drinking, of course. That's, uh, <laughs> on a holiday? <laughs> yeah. No. Here. There's no drinking on the 4th of July. Did you ever get a music worm in your mind and you can't get the song out oh, of your yeah. mind? You know, yes, 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 yes. I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you this one. What? 887 Cars for Kids. Oh, that one especially. Oh, go away. Oh, my God. Leave I, me alone. For years I couldn't get that out of my head. Well, now it's back. And I hadn't heard it for a while. Now I'm hearing it again. And hearing I'm hearing like, it again. Oh, my God. 1877 Cars for Kids. Get your car today. Donate your car today. Too bad we can't have a, a dial switch and just switch it to another that, song. That just shows you how effective that is, though. We That's can't true. Forget it. Yeah. One eight hundred cars for kids. So basically, you give your car away, and um, yeah, it's a tax donation, and it helps kids. Yeah, they'll probably sell the car. You get their driver's license. I don't think so. I don't think the cars and the kids really have anything to do with it. You just donate your car, and then the money they get from the car yeah. helps the kids. I don't think they get I driver's so. licenses. I mean, I hope that is. I don't know what they do for the kids. But. 
Aren't they too young to drive? I, I don't know. Not, not all of them, I'm sure. Well, we've heard it enough. It's time we found out what it's about. Yeah, we should look into it a little bit more. <laughs> I know they did have a little bit of a problem with the charity a few years ago, I remember. Mm. I don't exactly remember what they were looking mm. into or what they were accused of doing. or didn't seem that serious, but there was something about them. I think those kids that originally sang that are now grown up with oh, kids yeah. of their own. I think they mm-hmm. are, yeah. Their voice has changed. one 877 cars for kids Cars for grown-ups. <laughs> oh, well, it'll probably go away sometimes this, this weekend. I don't know. You'll just hear it again, and it'll come back on. Speaking of kids, how about those Boy Scouts that helped out on that train wreck? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did a good job with that. Helping people, getting them out of the train and uh, doing a little bit of the Red Cross stuff with them. Yep. Wow. That is... Uh, quite a tribute to the Boy Scouts on that particular case, huh? Yeah, you did a good job of that. That's good. Good to see. So do we get all the news, or pretty much? Got all of it I wanted to give you, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's stuff that you go, no, I don't want that one. No, you go, put that pile. No, nah, man. That's exactly how it works. That's how you work, right? You know. They don't need to know that. Yeah, If Stu's a little late, I'll go to the other pile. That's right. Stuff that nobody cares about. Yeah. I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, we, that's how it goes. We just learned a little news secret. A little behind-the-scenes stuff. So what's uh, what's up for the weekend? Not I don't know. Uh, friends of ours usually have a little 4th of July uh, get-together, but I haven't heard yet. So if oh. they don't come through, I'm... Whew. These are not the last-minute people across the street. No, yet. these are other people. These are other people. That are not last minute. Yeah, because I know sometimes New Year's Eve, you're wondering, you know, it's yeah, yeah. It's January second. Maybe we should make a decision about <laughs> this. They're going to invite us over. So, <laughs> well, listen, today's Thursday. You should know by something. Uh, Friday, Saturday. I think by tomorrow we should know something. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, hanging around. Uh, going to have a lot mean? of family down, and oh, uh, my daughter-in-law coming in. No, but that would be a good, yeah, yeah. that would be great. All right. She'll be I'd there. Like to meet her maybe before Camden meets her. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Right. Screener, you know. Then you'll give the uh, the thumbs okay up or the thumbs down. Or Camden had been asking about her. Or? No, no. <laughs> I haven't mentioned him. Mention it because mention her to him. Seriously, does he has he linked up with anyone else? Since no, or? he's he's having some problems. He's had a couple online dates, but I don't oh, think they no. really went anywhere. Oh, they were okay, but nothing. He will love Elise. She's got such a great sense of humor. Oh well, that's good. And I'm sure Camden does because he grew up with you guys. He's got a good sense of humor, yeah. And uh, well, the next time you speak with him, is he going to come on down or? Uh, he was here just the other day, just mm-hmm. momentarily. Uh, I don't think I'm going to see him until we go on vacation the latter part of next month. Well, if he's going to be but down... I'll talk to him. If he's going to be down this summer, Elise is going to be visiting for a few days, so um, yeah. we can set that up. It's getting serious. <laughs> yeah. I, hear, I hear the wedding songs now. Hey, and in it's going to be a beautiful wedding at the in the parking lot of WICH. <laughs> Really? Is that what we're gonna, I hope they pave it first. And then we'll have the reception at, in my office. <laughs> There's going to be three people there. <laughs> we'll have an open bar of soap. <laughs> I think I'm going to... All right, so we'll have something I'm a little bit. I think of somebody else now. Yeah, well, listen, uh, her dad is going to... He'll have to foot the bill because it's how it works with the dogs. That's daughters. right. I'm not paying anything. So, you know, you know but the rehearsal dinner, you got to pay for There's that. There's got to be no rehearsal. 
No rehearsal. You, you just walk need. down the aisle, you say I do, and yeah. we're done. Ad lib well, it. Why is, there, why is there need to be a rehearsal? Why don't people just ad lib a wedding? We'll get somebody to sing. Does anybody sing we know? Yeah, of course. We got a lot of uh, musicians here at WICH. Can we get, uh, I don't know. Tom Jones or somebody? No, we can get. Uh, Pull some strings. Dan O'Brien, who plays the guitar. Yeah, we could do that. I have my yeah. drumsticks upstairs. Yeah, we could do without that, probably. <laughs> you can uh, give. You can give golf tips while we're waiting for the yeah, crowd to get here. I'll read some news or something. Yeah. Nice. It's going to be fun. We'll look forward to oh it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So you got to do your part, though. I can't do it all. I will do my best, yes. All right. Camden, watch out. <laughs> it's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. Listen, it could happen. It really could happen. They're all, they're about the same age, and uh, they're not seeing anybody in particular. And uh, this could be it. Well, we'll invite some of you folks. We'll have a contest. Who's going to come to the wedding of uh, Elise, my granddaughter, and uh, the son of Marty Hausberger, Camden? Be fun, huh? Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I was thinking of your guest yesterday, and that was at the uh, tail end of your, uh, your show. Yep. I found her very interesting. Denise Williams, or is it D. Williams? D. Williams. D. Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay, she was talking about E.T. Now, I thought it was going to be something all about the movie and everything, but she had a slant on that movie and what she was talking about I can relate to because I saw that movie now that is a fictitious um, character and so when you're watching it that's a symbol okay that's E.T. a symbolism and it captures people's emotions and reactions to something. <clears throat> so I'm thinking um, I feel the same way when you watch something like that. I'm thinking of the plants and the animals and whatnot. Um, they have feelings and compassion and, and whatnot. You know, that's all living things okay so you, it makes you think about it it's a symbol and you know I garden um, I do a lot of things around the house and whatnot so I'm pro-life now you know take for instance I have a lot of plants and whatnot indoors and outdoors you know if you don't take care of them they kind of wilt and rot and die you water them, sure. and, you know, they grow. So plant life, animal life, they all have lives, and they all matter, and they feel. And I heard that about, like, plants. They have feelings. And, like, animals, same thing. They may not speak your language, but if you take care of them, they take care of you. You know, so, 
you know, I thought it was very interesting point. Well, yeah, you she's know, a fascinating lady. That I could relate she's to. written some extraordinary, I, thought-provoking books. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that was really good. I thought she was going to talk all about uh, the movie itself and whatnot, you know, surface stuff, but she took it a step more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, well, I like that interview. We're going to repeat it again in a few days. That you know, that would be great because people need to look outside their human being. That all living things matter. You know, they have feelings, they have senses. You know, and if you take care of them, they will take care of you and make you happy. What you do? Well, if you take care really of your plants, the they'll grow on you for sure. Mm. Okay. All right. Thank you. Interesting. What I just wanted to uh, say to you. Sir. All right. Thanks for the call. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mr. Stoke. Hi, Lair. This is the uh, this is the uh, Supreme Court watch. Yes. Uh, uh, are you ready for this? This is the immigration thing. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, Biden. Biden just lost another one. They ruled. Saying that the EPA cannot make their own rules and regulations regarding climate change and stuff, it's got to go through Congress. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he must be he must be really pulling out some more hair this morning over that decision. Now, why don't you tell me what the decision was? Well, it's probably <laughs> was six to three again. I guess. I there know. you go. Oh, that's there amazing. You, you hit right out of the note, buddy. You're doing you're doing good. Now there's you're another good figuring this stuff out. Now we'll get, yeah. This is one that you're going to be surprised on. Let's get to the illegal immigration about the Remain in Mexico policy that mm-hmm. uh, Trump put into a uh, thing. I, you're, you're not going to believe this one. I bet they, you. They what? ruled in favor of Biden on this one that uh, uh, it could end. The Remain in Mexico policy, after everything that's going on on the border, really? which you always discuss every day, that's right. They ruled in favor of Biden's administration that it can end. I am shocked at that one and disappointed. How you, how you like that for a decision? And why don't you take a guess what that one was? That was a probably uh, five to four. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. I'm amazed at that one. Gee. Yep. They just came out, the two of them. The last two. This is it. Yeah, this that's it. it. Well. I so don't... He really lost. He lost every single decision. All twelve of them, except this one here. Well, he loves his. Remain in Mexico. He loves his open border stuff, so he must be happy with that one. Yeah, and this is the one I thought that he was really going to lose on. I didn't think I, I had this in reverse. I thought they were going to ru- rule in favor of the uh, EPA, but no, mm-hmm. they said that that's not a uh, EPA cannot go around making their own rules and regulations regarding climate change and stuff because of the, the, this we already got uh, three branches of government and they can't decide on their own that they're going to be their own branch of government and make all these rules and laws and stuff. It's got to go through Congress. Well, that's it for a while with the Supreme Court. Uh, I don't know if the demonstrators are still going strong. I didn't see too much of them last night, but that's well, it. They go home They go home today now for, for uh, three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, July, August, and September, I believe, they're, they're off. And then Jackson gets sworn in at uh, 12 o'clock today, and uh, Briar's... Uh, uh, we'll be there when she gets sworn in. And we know how she's going to vote, obviously. Of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you believe all these decisions, those 6-3, 5-4? This, this is, 
you know something? This is this is not good. This is not good for our country. Well, it does show you, Larry. The Supreme Court was supposed to be. It does show you you can get five to four decisions in crossovers. It can happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a, a I don't know which one it was, but you had a, uh, a conservative judge go, uh, or, uh, rule with the uh, liberal judges on that decision. Mm-hmm. Remain in Mexico policy. Yep. Um, so, well, yeah. I don't know how it's going to help the situation at the border, but um, say lovey. <laughs> this is one of the craziest years I can remember for Supreme Court decisions. They had a lot of major decisions this year, and, and uh, many of them went against the administration. Almost just about every single one of them went against the administration mm-hmm. and, and for the people. You know, if it was just like the guy for that, that was praying on the 50 yard line. Every decision went went towards you know for the people rather than the the administration. So maybe uh, maybe I'm missing something. But what was what would have been wrong if they had to wait in Mexico to to get vetted? And, you know uh, something? I I'm going to have to read that that decision online. I don't know what what time they're going to put it online, but I will read it. Yeah, and I'll tell you more about that on Monday if they if they put it up online today. I don't know how they came up with that decision. Uh, I, I was shocked about that. If anyone at all, I thought they would keep that in place, especially, they must watch TV, they must see what's going on on the southern border, especially with the fentanyl crossing over into the United States killing all our, our children so I was very, very shocked uh, on yeah. that decision I'm definitely going to try shocked. to find more about that um, soon, actually. Well, thanks Larry. Yep, okay My court update with Larry, thank you Hi, welcome, good morning to you Thanks, Larry. Oh, there we go yeah. Here we go down so I can talk on the radio. Oh, talk on the radio. Oh, radio, radio, mm. radio. You're not using your hold button today. That's called back like 20 times. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did, not, put, uh, you on, no. uh, I did put you on, I did put you on hold. I know, it takes, we got to retrain you every day, that's what it is, right? Yes, I know, I have to review <laughs> my buttons, because sometimes I lose my buttons. You know, I wonder if these Supreme Court justices sit down ahead of time uh, and say, okay, well, we're going to give the Republicans these, 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 and these, and just so uh, nobody thinks we're being political, let's give the Democrats this one. We'll throw them a cookie. Yeah. Wonder, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they plan it out ahead of time. Well, and, I hope not. Like, that must be the cynic in me thinking that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, your your first caller uh, talked a little bit about ET and your guest yesterday that I mixed that I missed. I mixed, oh, I'm I missed. sorry to hear that. That was one I, I was hoping everybody yeah, could hear. I can't wait yeah. for you to play it again. Um, I was um, I guess I was listening to some YouTube video stuff that my sister sent me and talking about ET's extraterrestrials life out there in the universe uh, other than us. You know, we are not alone. Um, there's a lot of uh, thinking out there that, in fact, there there is life out there, and there is a race of beings, or many races of beings, that are a lot more advanced than we are, and a lot more intelligent than we are. Okay, that's nothing new. Everybody knows that. But this particular thing I was listening to, uh, it, it put forth something rather disturbing. The guy said he had... Um, he had been on some of these alien spacecraft and stuff, and that some of the ETs were not like you would expect. They weren't reptiles. They weren't human-looking with arms and legs. They were like funguses. 
or fungi, fungi. Oh, that's not good. Isn't that disturbing? And that they were very intelligent, and that they were able to come in. But can you imagine being invaded by a bunch of fungi? Yeah, we, so we may have some in our lawn now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <coughs> Mushrooms. Oh, here comes a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I've got a great uh, venue for your wedding coming up. Oh, yeah. The one you're planning. Camden and Elise, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's do it at Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Dairy, we'll have an open dairy. It'll be the first wedding ever with prizes. Yeah, we'll get T-shirts and uh, sunglasses. Uh, Well, if it's a winter wedding, we'll give shovels away. Yeah, it should be nice. And the first one to get a ring on her finger gets a blizzard. Ooh, I hope there's not a blizzard. We'd have to do it inside. Now the, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, true. Ba-dum-bum-ching. The the thing with the rehearsal dinner, I'm with you. I think it's just an excuse to get together and party and rehearse for the reception. They have to have a rehearsal dinner so they can practice getting drunk. Well, that's an easy one to do. You can practice yeah, that yeah, at any time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. But think about it. I mean, rehearsals, you know, and I understand it because they want to have a little control. But You stand here and you stand there and people you do People really you do yeah. worry about having the perfect wedding. There's, I don't think there's any such thing. No, of course there isn't. There's I mean, always going to be little foibles. I think it would be better if they had the perfect marriage, but the perfect that, wedding. That's more important, yeah. What do they yeah. think, they're going to walk down the aisle the other in the wrong way? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Now, I know that, um, I guess, sorry to say this, I think I've been to more funerals than I have weddings. Oh, yeah. But I've been to weddings through my life, too. And I'm just wondering, funerals are usually late. They usually start late. I don't know if you knew that. They start late? Um, yeah. Are, are, are weddings the same way? Hmm. Weddings are, uh, I think, sometimes, I don't know, they're all different. Late, oh, well, a- late right, afternoon. Not ready yet. Oh, oh she's thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Late afternoon, and then you go into the big uh, reception that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you send the bride and groom up. And they don't have a rehearsal for that, do they? They don't have a honeymoon for the rehearsal. honeymoon? Well, most of them rehearse before the honeymoon. That's true. That's I true. mean, let's be real about this. Just, yeah. just some things I thought I would ponder with you this morning. Well, you've gotten a lot of things from my Ponderosa. Now you know how disturbed I really am. <laughs> no, I was pretty sure before, Ke- uh, Kevin. Oh, thank you. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, then I don't need to call anymore. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> talk to you later. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Uh, let me take a short break. 889 is the number. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah, this commercial isn't for you. This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Playing Field. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Low Trail, and Max D. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see their new and used inventory. When you have stuff to haul, haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. 
94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. We have a lot to talk about with uh, our chief, chief of police of Norwich, Chief Daly. That's at 1 o'clock today. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu Breyer. Hello, Joey. I got three things. I, I, you know, I write things down. I talked to Danny O this morning. He taught me something. He was talking about Statue of Liberty, Lady Liberty. And I told him, you know, it came from over from France. They gave us a gift. And if you took two pennies, that's how thick the sculpture is of the copper of the whole thing. But his story is, <laughs> if you look at the face of Lady Liberty, I told him, he, he giggled. I said, what is it now, LGBTQ? I, I'm not into any of that crap. Um, if you look, I did an arm for Maria. I counted six on a call. Remember I told you when you were at the DQ and she came over to me and I said, hey, you're the lady that always goes, um, um. And I don't mind. I, I, I get a kick out. I get a charge out of that. But, uh, Lady Liberty, and then he went farther into the Google and I don't have all these high tech things. And it, it, it it kind of looks like a man if you look at if you look at if you look at Lady Liberty. It's not she's not a pretty lady. Oh, I didn't uh, think she was not a an unpretty lady. I thought she no, uh, no, kind of no, looked a little not, bit like uh, Elvis no, Presley. No, I don't judge people. Joe, Joe, world. I think she looks yeah, a little bit like who they are. Uh, but he was really trying. He's going to do a little investigation. Danny O is badass. But listen, oh, 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 oh. Oh, D, and the lady said, oh, D. Williams. Her name's D. Wallace. D. Wallace, And I didn't correct. want to step on Sue's blue suede shoes, but you didn't ask her. Stone, I saw a movie in the credits that D. Wallace Stone. I yeah. was hoping to ask, you didn't get really into Cujo, but you, you, you probably hooked on the 40th anniversary of... E.T. Yeah, we, we were we were into a lot of stuff. I didn't get to that. Maybe another time. I know, Stu. Look, I know. But, again, I gave you uh, two thumbs up, says Glenn Ebert, five boxes of popcorn, and a gold star. And the other thing I wanted to say, you know, oh, God, see, I'm lost. Yeah, I should have wrote it down. Oh, oh yeah, I got it. Larry, I was, hey, you know what? Yeah. Listen to me, Stu, please. I'm trying. Larry. He sounds incredibly back to Larry. If you put him in a room and someone said a funny joke, oh, and the two things for D said, you're a funny man still. And at the closing of your conversation with her, your interview, man, you are a heck of a funny guy. And you are. You've got so many comebacks. It's unbelievable. You don't even know how cool you are. But if you put Larry in a room and somebody said a funny joke, I love his giggle. He's got a unique laugh, if you listen to his laugh. That's nice. We all have different laughs, <laughs> he, he sort of. All, yeah, he's, he's got an incredibly cool laugh, and it's genuine, like you, Stu. Well, thanks, uh, Joe. I hope you have a wonderful day. I am, and this afternoon, things are drying out. I got my Billy's ball cap. I got a 7 and an 8th Billy's brand-new ball cap from an old friend, I won't tell you. And I'm going down to see my buddy. I already prepped his picnic tables. He's got a beautiful pool. I'm going to put some Thompson water seal on the on the on the patio, and I'm going to paint. I'm back to painting just 
temporary. Oh, good. No, I, yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. Yep. Yeah, man. In November 23rd, I'll be 62, Stu. And guess what? What? August, 20, August 22nd, you're going to be... Okay, that's very nice, Sir Joe. Listen, uh, I don't want to give you the brush, but you, painting is good for back. you. Thank you. Hello, WICH, you're on. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. Hey. Hey, um, have you ever seen the uh, situation comedy? It's just titled Mom. No, I haven't seen uh, the comedy Mom. Uh, it's new to me. I, I've been seeing it for the last two and a half months, and it's really funny. Um and one of the guests they had was Sully. From Remember Sully on The Perfect Storm? Yes, I do. That's one of the mom's boyfriends on that show. And mm-hmm. it's just a good show. And the, 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 the last episode, it's you got the mother, you got the grandmother, the mother, and the daughter. And they're all on the show. Um, but the mother has um, ended up sleeping in the, uh, the daughter's house on her pullout couch in the uh, living room. So, of course, that got me wondering about some things. Wondering about pull-out couches? Yeah. or at, Yeah, pull-out couches. I remember Elaine slept on one on Seinfeld at Del Boca Vista in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I guess so you can tilt, tilt it up to watch TV, the pillow part. It has a bar there. And uh, the bar hurts a lot of people's backs. I remember when I was sleeping at my grandmother's house on a pull-out couch. Pull-out couch uh, my back used to hurt after... But I'd like the category. I'm talking like ridiculousness, but <laughs> really, that's not like you. Okay, be, hmm? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, the whole um, uh, category is when you were a kid or now, when you go to a friend's or relative's house. What are the guest accommodations? I mean, is it a couch? Is it the floor? Is it uh, sleeping on top of a radiator? That that's the wonder of the day, Stu. Well, I know it's not the radiator. So okay. we'll, we'll eliminate that. It's not the floor. It's could be a pull-out couch or a, a spare bedroom. Yeah. Or if yeah. they're mad at me, I'll and, sleep in the car. Yeah, and I, I heard that the, the Gabby Cabby did that. Slept in his car. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. He slept in our parking lot once, and he was waiting to come on the air with me. Oh, I think that was it. He was in his and car. The thing about... Uh, Let's see. Oh, the radiator. The only reason why I mention that is um, once they had on TV, there was this uh, guy that was kind of poor, and it was a huge building, so the radiator actually was about the size of a small cot on top of it. Oh. Um, so he actually slept on that, and it kept him warm. <laughs> it could really, you could get you really warm, and you wake up with uh, first-degree burns. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. no. I think they have covers of those with holes in the top. Maybe that's what they really meant, you know, mm-hmm. not right on the radiator itself. But anyway, it, I'm going to specify what, what was the weirdest um, um, night you ever stayed in a relative's or friend's house of what you slept on. Okay, didn't really do that very much, but we'll see what I can come up with. Okay, thanks. Thank you. WICH with Stu. It's an open forum. Don't forget the chief will be in at 1 o'clock and uh, a lot of things to talk about, if you like. Fox News commentary. Millions of Californians are set to receive inflation relief checks. Yet again, the government steps in to try to solve a problem government created. I'm Tommy Lahren. Jump on the merry-go-round of idiocy with me next. Big news. Greta Van Susteren is back. And she's on Newsmax. 
Tune into Newsmax at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight to watch The Record with Greta Van Susteren and get the real news. Plus, check out the new lineup of Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable and streaming platforms. If your cable system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it. And download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Make the switch to Newsmax today. Three million Californians are eligible to receive just over a thousand bucks to help ease the pain of gas prices and inflation. This is all part of Governor Newsom's $17 billion inflation relief package. Wow, didn't this concept of free money doled out by taxpayers fail once, twice, or a dozen times before? Part of the reason we're in this mess, besides the man in the White House, is because of COVID stimulus money handed out over the last two years. So Gavin Newsom wants to ease the strain of inflation by adding to it? Makes sense if you're a Democrat. Here's an idea. Instead of free money, why doesn't Newsom suspend the gas tax altogether and get behind a domestic drilling and pipeline agenda that would actually bring prices down. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Someone pays for this rebate, and that someone is hardworking Californians and American taxpayers. Stop the socialism starter package. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my Here hot takes at, at foxnewscommentary.com. Let's start your 2022 summer off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from, or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron, and CountryCarpenters.com. Stu Breyer with you. Always a pleasure to have your company here. The comfortable humidity today, 87. Tonight, mostly clear, a delightful night, 63. It's the lovely, it's delightful. We have a Friday forecast, sunny, hot, muggier, 94. Saturday, mostly cloudy, scattered showers and thunderstorms, humid, 86. All the way to Sunday, cloudiness giving way to partly uh, sunny skies, 88. And for the 4th of July, a mix of sun and clouds, hot, and 90. There. (laughs) Currently, it is uh, 75 degrees. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes. Do I would like to uh, respond to Joey with? No, you? you've been on. You've been on this hour. I'm sorry. Hello, welcome to the program. This, hi, this is me, Susan. I haven't been on. No, I was talking to the previous caller. Oh, oh. Well, anyway, everybody ought to go out and get the day paper today. I think it's really interesting with the AP gloom poll swells around Biden. When I read it, I go, wait a minute, this is 8 in 10 Democrats feel the country is heading in the wrong direction. Well, of course, the, uh, if they want to be honest, 
I'm sure most really feel that way. Most American citizens feel that, uh, you know, the country's a shaky Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, everything he is deciding, I don't think he's deciding with America in mind at all. He's decide, He's over there in Europe, like I said yesterday. He went with the global world order people. He doesn't care about us. So in the wintertime, we're going to suffer, but his main prerogative is to keep Europe warm. So whatever. And, you know, using um, uh, the COVID up, uptick again as a reason for drop boxes and stuff, very odd. On the World and Nation on page two, U.S. buys 105 million COVID vaccine doses for fall campaign. I know when you read the article, but think of what that says. You know, they can make believe it's up and say we have to do this and have to do that. You're not going to make believe it's up, Susan. Come on, I know you're a conspiracy person, but it'll be obvious if it's up. Well, yeah, but numbers and what the White House has put out have always been false. Biden lies through his teeth. We all know that. But, you know, what we have to concentrate on now is the November election, and we have to change what's going on. And yeah, you start in your own town. Well, I don't know if there's any town stuff, but you start in your own state. You know, Mark Levin always said, start local. Okay, well, then that means we have to make Lamont and Blumenthal and Courtney can be a nice person. Quiet little church mouse. But he's still voting 100% in Congress, backing everything Pelosi wants. So he's not the quiet little church mouse. Let's be real. um, The votes are going to be determined by most of the independents, in my opinion, because there are people who will never vote against their party. Naturally, people change, but uh, for the most part, the independents will make the difference. Well, yeah, yeah. And you know something? I think that that Officer Tatum that you have on from 8 to 11 is making a really big difference because he gets, he's all over the nation. Wow, he's got people calling well, we in were from everywhere. Very happy to have him on our station. He's oh, on from 8 wow. to 11. I love that guy. He says it like it is. Check it out, Officer Tatum. Uh, very, very, very good. We're very pleased with him. Yeah, and, and people should... Tune in and listen to him. He, he, but you know, I mean, a lot of people might go to bed early, but I listen, and he really makes some really good points. And you know, the other night he said Hillary Clinton should be locked up for what she did in Benghazi and well, everything that she has done. And he'll say it like it is. He'll say, Bill Clinton, dirty things were done in the White House. I just love the plain speaking, get to well, the that's point. If you, uh, that's, that's if you agree with what he's saying. Yeah, well, you think he's great. Well, do you really think that Monica Lewinsky, and, and he lied first saying he didn't do anything, oh, of course, and then he had to say he did, Bill Clinton? We all it's know that. Yeah, we all know that, of course. That's, that's you know, no big uh, uh, A lot news. of shady stuff has gone on over the years. But um, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I don't know. Things have got to change in this country, but 
the EPA was shot down today by the Supreme Court. They had too much power given to them under Obama, and the Supreme Court went against the EPA's power over um, well, all right, Susie. Yeah. Thanks. Get some shade today. It's very hot. Thanks for calling. Oh, I know. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi. Hi. Did you say the Norwich uh, chief of police was going to be on? Yep. One o'clock. You were folks been asking for him, and he's coming in. Yeah, we we had a got a phone call a couple of nights ago. It said from the Norwich Police Department there was some missing child or something. Oh yes, that was the child has been found. Okay. So that's good. A happy ending. Yeah, they they did a lot of things to aware people to be on the lookout. Yeah, I was surprised because usually we would get an Amber Alert on the cell phone, mm-hmm. and this was on the home uh, answering machine. Yeah, in this particular case, that was not a, a fake. It, it was really something that was going on. And of course, they that's didn't ask for anything except just kind of keep your eyes open. That's what I wanted to know because it seemed odd that it came on that phone. I was wondering if it was for a real thing. And mm-hmm. Child was found in some bushes. Oh, I don't know why he was out there for so long, but he just was hanging out in bushes. Because I thought it probably just went to this area in Norwich Town, maybe. I would say so, yeah. He was a, I don't know, about five years old or so. Isn't it kind of amazing that they have your phone number? They know how to send a message? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know how that works, but maybe I'll uh, let me make a note to ask him when he comes in about that. So I'll know that that's legitimate next time because I, did, I didn't pick it up because I said, oh, I'm not sure who that is calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. I'll, uh, I'll right. definitely bring it up today. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Chief Patrick Daly at 105 WICH. Hello. Hey, good morning, Stu. How you doing? It's Mitch. Hi, Mitch. What's up, Mitch? Hey, uh, just what I the gentleman that called the other day about the robot here at the... Uh, Stopping up. I see that whole thing go down. You saw it when it happened, huh? Oh, I guess I did. I usually go in there to get my uh, two cotton Japel balls, and uh, anyway, I heard a guy who was terrified, and uh, yeah, he was pretty bagged up. He was pretty bagged up. So the, the robot had him pinned to uh, like a casing, is that correct? It looked like he was pinned up against the, uh, you know, the glass door. Yeah. And uh, that thing was going like, you know, bad out of hell. I had a pin right there. I said, oh, my God. Uh, but uh, they got to him pretty quick, and uh, he was a little shaken up. I don't blame him. And, uh, yeah, that poor gentleman. I, <laughs> I got to stop smoking. I go in there to get my uh, cotton and your pal bag. You got a pretty good deal in there. But, uh I gotta stop that. I'm up to about almost three cottons a week between me and my wife. Oh, really? Then, how long have yeah. you? How long have you been a smoker? I've known about fifty years now, and I still know it's strong. And uh, my wife, Dot, yeah, he's about fifty-five years. We've been smoking. We do about a liter pop off a day. Have you ever uh, tried? Have you ever tried hypnosis? You know, I tried that one time, and uh, we left it the clinic there and uh, I got the car headed to a tree I was you know it got me all kind of crazy I I don't know if I was still in hypnosis so I don't I don't want to do that again you know what I mean <laughs> listen I would really love to you know are you still determined to try to find a way to quit 
Well, the problems, you know, I mean, you know, I've been smoking 50 years now, so I mean, I, I, I look at it this way. Why quit? Um, you know, I'm originally from Marlboro country. Um, my father was really the president of Marlboro Band, and, uh, we, you know, we just, we enjoy the product. We like Palabella, so we, we just don't want to quit at this point, you know. But well, uh, it may help it's been to, a good run. may help to eliminate the cough a little bit, hmm? Yeah, well, that's something that, you know, you just get used to it. So, all right, so let's get back to the robot. You witnessed this robot attacking this gentleman or, you know, pinning him in. And how did they get the robot off him? They obviously some... They look like a young man from, I don't know, produce or something. He'd come over and he drop-kicked the thing right on its side. And the thing still, you know, the wheels are screeching and everything. And then uh, one of the managers come out back. Looked like he had some kind of wrench or screw and dagger stabbed the thing right in the back, and it, that killed the machine. That was the end of it. It shut down. Unbelievable story. Yeah. Some people say, it was that really happened? But you were a witness to it. Yeah, they they grabbed that thing right in the back, and uh, I went talk to the manager. You know, that guy might need the ambulance or something. The the old guy, no, no, he didn't want nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think you know, the manager. Uh, I think the manager should give him a whole days of free groceries, something. That's right. Don't a- anything. Give cigarettes, whatever he needs. You know. Yeah, just go take a couple of carriages and fill them up, buddy. I yeah, don't know. That's what I was saying, but I just want to let you know, Stuart. That uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I saw that thing going out. It was out of control. All right. But I hope he's all right, and uh, you know, hey, good luck to you, still. Yeah, you take care. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're Bye. welcome. Hard thing to break, nicotine. But you can do it. People do do it. 889-5252 at WICH. Let me just uh, ponder that all in. I'll be right back. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www. WICH AM and FM Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s Your home for Personality Radio 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM Norwich Coin and Jewelry Always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency and silver coins Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry We sell collector coins and supplies And we do free appraisals We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices We've been at the same location for over 32 years Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver and coins 860-886-2730 Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in 
in Norwich. It's a terrible murder in New York with a woman uh, with a baby in a carriage, and someone just came up and murdered her. Just like that. Hmm? We hear these stories way, way too much. And once again, they the first thing they talk about is the gun and not the criminal. We are planting seeds and growing criminals. There's an interesting editorial today in the uh, day paper. Target the gun criminals instead of the guns. It's the name of it. Amid the controversy about gun crime and the right to bear arms, it's strange that legislative responses like the ones enacted last week at the federal level are so indirect and detangential. Not that the new federal law is objectionable. It just doesn't do much more than pay states for their expenses implementing red flag laws, encourage them to include juvenile crime records in reports to the federal gun background check database, and increase aid to states for mental health programs and school security. The new law does not require background checks for the private transfer of sale of guns, nor does it outlaw any type of gun. While the new law is fairly celebrated for at least winning the support of enough Republicans in the Senate to evade a filibuster, it seems to have no application to the circumstances of the recent mass murders in Buffalo and Uvalde, the atrocities that prompted the legislation. It may save a few lives, but probably not the thousands imagined by its supporters, including one of its architects, Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy. We'll talk more about that, but let me get to this phone call here in WICH. Welcome to the program. How you doing, Stoke? Good, sir. Hey, uh, you're familiar with Route route 1 that goes up to Westerly to Wakefield in that area, are you? Route 1 towards Westerly? Isn't that Route 2 or no? No, no. Route 1 that goes from Westerly to Wakefield and all by the Charlestown Beach area. and. uh, Oh, yeah. Sure, I'm familiar with it, yeah. Those little things where the hedges are, where the cars turn it, are those considered roundabouts right there? Well, they are. There's a lot of U-turny stuff there. I don't yeah, know if you'd yeah, call it a roundabout, yeah. but there, there were a lot of places for U-turns. I'm wondering if those, because I remember I used to see them a lot. Mm-hmm. I used to travel up that, that way. Beautiful area. I love the area. Um. In fact, they used to have the uh, the Moonstone Beach there, too. Oh, yeah, I was there once. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a bird anyway, sanctuary, yes. And uh, anniversaries. Yesterday I saw this on, on, on TV. It was the anniversary of the boxing match where Mike Tyson was fighting Evander Holyfield, and he bit his ear off. Oh, God, I, I remember that. That was disgusting, yeah. And they, they, I guess they got back together. They're going to do a TV show together. Going to do a TV is, show together? It's just unbelievable. It's, it's, it's not really a one-time thing. And it showed an excerpt of it where Tyson comes to Evander Holyfield's house and he gives him a ring box. And in the ring box is, is a piece of a, a fake piece of an ear. And uh, I guess they're good friends now and stuff like that. But that that that's just thing. I remember that night. I wasn't watching the fight because I didn't buy pay per views or anything like that. Um, but uh, I thought it was very disgusting. So I remember very when disgusting. he bit his ear. Was he able to 
uh, were they able to sew his ear back on, or did he lose his hearing? Do you know? I don't remember. It was a piece of the ear. Piece of the ear. Yeah. Um, I I don't remember. That was, you know. As we get older, we forget things that happened years ago, you know? Yeah, so no hitting below the belt and no biting off the ear. <laughs> Unbelievable, oh. huh? Unbelievable is right. And I watched, I watched the Red Sox last night because the Yankees were on, on day. And they got into a little tussle with the Toronto Blue Jays last night. Oh, I missed that part. I watched some of the game. They got a little... Uh, I hope they didn't have, they didn't have a fight, right? Well, they, the bench is cleared. Oh, God. What happened was one of the pitchers hit hit the catcher, and he went down the first, and the manager came out and said a few words. And uh, Vladimir Guerrero for the Toronto Blue Jays started yelling at the pitcher, and the pitcher was yelling back. Next thing you know, the bench is cleared. Oh, my. And it was a, it was a typical baseball fight where nobody try, tries to get hurt. They, they, a lot of people play p- peacemaker maker, and they try to hold each other I mean, back. After the previous you don't night, want to see anybody get injured? Well, after that big brawl they had the previous night, not the Red Sox, but I think it was the Cleveland game. I mean, you would think they'd be a little more cautious. People did get uh, extremely hurt during that. Well, that's that's not good because I remember when uh, Bill Lee and Craig Nettles got into a fight and. He separated Bill Lee's shoulder. Yeah, that was um, it for him. Yep. And, and, that, and you know that could be career-ending right there. Well, it certainly didn't help Bill Lee's career. I know that. Uh, no, no. Well, thanks, Bill. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yep. Sunny, warm today. It's a couple of minutes before eleven. We'll have news, and then we'll have another open forum, and then looking forward to the chief coming in, Chief Patrick Daly. Good guy. That'll be after 1 o'clock. During these uncertain times, it's normal to feel overwhelmed, sad, anxious, and afraid. And it is okay to need to talk to a mental health professional. Everyone reacts differently to stressful situations. Taking good care of your physical health is an important part of wellness. But be sure to also pay attention to your mental health. Take deep breaths, stretch, or meditate to release anxiety. Get plenty of sleep. Try to eat healthy meals and stay hydrated. Exercise and get outdoors daily. Make time to unwind. To learn more about mental health issues and treatment options, visit genhealth.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by Generation Family Health Center. Okay, this new uh, gun law, according to this editorial written by uh, Chris Powell, the new law is just the most that is politically possible at the moment. Its supporters should be credited for that, but the law addresses political necessity more than public safety. The necessity for the federal government to be seen to do something, even if nothing terribly relevant and effective. But at least members of the Congress and President Joe Biden now can say, They have done as much as they could, and they can come back for more, like comprehensive background checks as political circumstances change, maybe with the next few mass murders. While mass murders with assault uh, rifles get most of the attention, they're not the big part of the country's gun crime problem. Handguns are. In Chicago alone, a typical two weeks more people are killed by handguns than were killed in the massacres in Buffalo and Uvalde. Last week in Hartford, two people were shot to death and a third seriously wounded by a handgun in which police say was an argument over a dog. The mass murder in Manchester in 2010 was committed by a handgun. 
Nationally and in Connecticut, much of the handgun crime produces the biggest cliché in both criminal justice and news reporting about it. Long criminal record. Over and over and over again we hear long criminal record. That is, most serious crimes are committed not by first offenders, but by people who already have been in trouble. Why don't we just talk more about that? Well, we will about that and everything else after the news. From your number one local connection, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, 94.5 W233 DV in Norwich. Check us out online, WICH.com. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kathan. The U.S. Supreme Court delivers a win for President Biden, backing his plan to end the Trump-era policy that forced some asylum seekers to wait in Mexico. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. The bottom line here is that the court got to the merits, and the court found that, in fact, the executive, in this case, President Biden, does have the power to say, we're ending this policy. In a 6-3 to three ruling, the justice has said the Clean Air Act does not give the EPA broad authority to regulate greenhouse gas emissions from power plants that could affect government plans to fight climate change. President Biden today called the court's toppling of Roe versus Wade last week destabilizing. The president told a news conference at the tail end of the NATO summit in Madrid that the Supreme Court has been engaged in outrageous behavior. We have to change that decision by codifying Roe v. Wade. Mr. Biden said he'd be meeting here in Washington tomorrow with governors from states where abortion remains legal. He declined to say in the moment whether he's considering issuing an emergency declaration on abortion, as some Democrats have urged. But he said he would support a change in Senate rules to allow for an abortion rights bill to pass with 51 rather than 60 votes. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. In about an hour, CBS's Jan Crawford tells us the first black woman will be sworn into her spot on the high court, Katanji Brown-Jackson, replacing the retiring Stephen Breyer. This will not change the balance of the court. It still has six conservative justices, three liberals. Jackson, like Breyer, expected to be a reliable liberal vote. On the economy, a key measure of inflation tracked by the Fed jumped 6.3% in May from a year ago. But economist Gus Fauché notes it was unchanged from April. There was a modest increase in consumer spending in May, but once you take into account inflation, consumer spending actually declined. Similarly, there was pretty solid wage growth, but once you take into account the fact that consumers were paying higher prices, we actually saw after inflation income decline slightly. Heading into the July 4th weekend, the national average for a gallon of gas is $4.86. Flyers hope there will not be airport chaos. I'm Peter King at Orlando International Airport. AAA says this is the top destination for holiday weekend travel. And while hundreds of flights have been canceled every day this week so far, I'm looking at the flight board right now, and I see only one cancellation of a flight on the way here. There are a couple of delays, but that's it. So it looks like Thursday morning, 4th of July weekend travel is off to a good start. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 396 points. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Big news. Greta Van Susteren is back, and she's on Newsmax. 
Tune into Newsmax at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight to watch The Record with Greta Van Susteren and get the real news. Plus, check out the new lineup of Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable and streaming platforms. If your cable system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it. And download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Make the switch to Newsmax today. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. 800-711-6818. The world's largest chocolate plant is shut down because of health concerns. As far back as anyone can remember, chocolate has been a delicacy of the world. Calibo says salmonella bacteria has turned up in lecithin, an emulsifier, at its factory in Wies, Belgium, where it produces liquid chocolate for 73 different candy companies. Calibo says it's notifying customers who may have purchased contaminated products. There have been no reports of illnesses. At least 200 reported cases of salmonella were linked to Kinder Easter chocolates made at a different plant in Belgium this past spring. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Well, the British monarchy costs a lot to maintain. Newly released records indicate public spending increased 17% in the last year to the equivalent of $124 million. A big part of that tab was to pay for extensive renovations at Buckingham Palace. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. 889-5252 is our number. I went to a memorial uh, last night at Ocean Beach for uh, my good friend Bruce McDonald. Many people, many, many people have been touched by Bruce McDonald in a way that uh, so exceptional of him helping other people. He's just one of the really great people in uh, New London County and Rhode Island, and he's done so many good things. He was with the Rotary, who was to be the president of the Rotary, but um, passed away about a week and a half ago. And he was so honored that uh, on the marquee at the Guard Theater, they thanked Bruce McDonald for all he did for the city and all he did for people. Um, It was very touching, and there were lots and lots of people that came by. I met Bruce many years ago when he was news director at his station, uh, WERI, in Rhode Island that I worked. And then he moved to uh, WICH and was news director. And we carried on our friendship for many, many years. But it was heartwarming to see all the people honoring him. And you probably have heard the name. He worked for the uh, Day Paper. He worked for uh, Foxwoods. And whatever he did, he did to help people and make people feel comfortable. He had a great sense of humor, and uh, he's certainly going to be missed very much. But he was honored on the marquee at the Guard Theater for all the good things that he has done for folks. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Okie dokie now. So um, I had two things. So Kevin was talking about fungi. Yes, fungus, fungi, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
uh, not to worry. I'm not. You no, know, this is funny. I'm I'm sure Pfizer would come up with a vaccine. So we're, we're good. Yeah, they'll come up with something. Mm-hmm. So number two, um, Joey, um, he was there. Was he wearing a blue and white striped shirt? I don't remember. I really don't. I know I he know. was there. Healthy. He said his name was Joey. Um, healthy on the outside. And I have um, two letters for him. You have two letters for Joe? U-M. U-M? Okay. I don't know what that is about, but um, I don't want to know. All right. It's uh, an open forum for this portion of our program, and the number is uh, 889-5252. If you would like to uh, check in with us on what's going to be a very warm day today, high about 87. But it's summertime, and that's how it goes. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, Sue. I had a call back, man. It's second quarter. Hey, I, I think her name was Maria, and I, right in front of you, I said, oh, you're the girl that's, um, um, and A. And I counted six this morning, but I don't know what her two letters, I guess it's U-M, um. But I like her. She's a really nice lady. Okay, we don't want any feuds, so that's, uh, no, that's nice. No, no family feud. And don't give me a kiss. I'll get coronavirus from you, Stu. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Are you okay this morning? You sound a little bit different, Joe. Are you all right? No, I'm a little excited. I have to go out later on. I don't do the three-mile. I don't talk about the three-mile island oh, okay. in, Just... in Pennsylvania. And all right. Or, Listen, uh, what's, what you got? Because I got to move yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you got to roll. Listen. Reminisce, Reader's Digest, and National Geographic. They're my favorites on a toilet seat. I'm not I'm not one of them boys. Okay, I was curious what you read on the toilet seat. Yeah. What, when, no, they're good things to be silent. Here's my question, Stu. Men's room, ladies' room, why restrooms? Do you take a rest? Do you take a nap in a bathroom in a toilet room? I don't. I don't know why they do that. They just well, call it a restroom. Going back to del- uh, uh, I'm here. To ponder. Okay, I'll, I'll ponder I'm that. To, I'm going to the Ponder Rose. I'm going to have a porterhouse steak, baked potato, and a stew bar, sour cream on my day. All right, buddy. See you later. They call it restrooms. I I've never walked in there and saw anybody taking a nap. So um, maybe they should change the name. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay. No, really, Hello. Not. You're on the air. Okay. You're on. Oh, I, know, okay. I hear other people in the background. Hi. How are you? All right. Okay. I'm just talking, talking to a man who is um, walking for against abortion. Okay. That's well, fine. Mm-hmm. He just gave me. He just gave me a, a blessing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, blessings I, are I good. I read yesterday's day, and I read that people are complaining because the, the little beach by the wine and mystic is closed from 8 to 4 daily because of the camp. And people are complaining because they can't go. They can go from 4 till, till um, I'm sure, until the sun goes down, and they can go weekends for free. I don't know why they're complaining. 
Well, because, yeah. you know, in the heat of the day, they would like to go to the beach. And that's they live in the area. So that's they close it because of the camp. Is that what you right, said? Because they have campers there. I mean, so can't you can't they? expect the the counselors for the camp to be watching the campers plus the public. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it just makes sense that they would close it during those hours. And I mean, like this weekend, they could go. Yeah, they want to go during the heat of the day. But to me, it's, I always used to like to go later. Um, when I was a kid, when we went swimming, it was after supper. You know, I mean. You know, you looked forward to to going and getting a nice cool off before you went to bed. So, how little is um, this? How little is this beach? I'm trying to picture it. it it's relatively small, and mm-hmm. I would say if you live in Mystic and you have toddlers, it's a phenomenal place to go. It's a small beach. Mm-hmm. The water, the water. There's there's not way you know big waves or anything. It's just water there. And it would be a great place to go if you have toddlers that want to play in the sand, walk in the water. You want to go swimming. I, you know, I'm not so sure it's the greatest place to go. But, you know, if you have older kids that want to go jump in the waves or something. But otherwise, it's a great place to go. Um, you know, based on my observation from the parking lot, um, I, think it's, I think it's a really great place. And as I said, if you have toddlers or whatever... Well, I I think I know where you're, where you're talking about. So it's closed from what to what? Like eight to four daily. Eight to four daily and um, weekends. But I mean, obviously, like this weekend, it'll be open Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. It's the Fourth of July. The Y is closed. You know, so you know, any day the Y is closed, it's open during the day. Um, I would be happy to go if I had toddlers, like I said, and lived in the area. I'd be happy to go to a place where I didn't have to pay these outrageous prices for parking. And even if I couldn't go until after four, so be it. I'd go after four. You know, no biggie. Well, there's other um, there's other choices, I suppose, people can make. Of course, it's going to cost you. There is another beach in Mystic. I don't know how much that one costs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there is another beach in Mystic. And then, of course, there are other beaches around. But, like I said, they all cost a lot. So, you know, I mean, I know when I had toddlers, we could only handle it for an hour or two. And I I used to go when I, I joined, when my kids were little, the outdoor, the Y in Norwich had the outdoor center in North Stonington. And I would join that for the summer. I would go late in the afternoon because the campers were gone and the pool was... Well, I was, always... Um, uh, I liked uh, the beach later in the day because... Uh, I. I don't like just lying and sitting in the sun. But right. I don't most either. people so like to go and jump go in the in water. The water. Mm-hmm. This was like the campers would leave, I think, I think at three. So mm-hmm. we'd go after three and, you know, there were hardly anybody well, there. You know, naturally and it was, it's... And it was great to go. It's not going to please know? everybody, of course. I understand that. You know, I mean, some like going with the crowds. Not me. Okay. So I would go later. I'd go later in the day and stay until you know, like until sevenish or whatever. Well, come home and have a late dinner. We're all different. Um, all right. You know, everybody. Everybody's different. But mm-hmm. as I said, I don't think they should complain. And you're having um, the police chief on. Yes, I am. At one o'clock, he'll be in the studio. If I don't, if I don't get through, ask him what he thinks about these towns. Like I guess it's Hollywood now. They're um, doing the defunding of the police, and they're, they're putting 
social workers and stuff out and let it up. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with it. That's a, there's a, they're taking, responding to calls. They're taking stupid pills there. I don't know who's putting it in the water, but they're pretty stupid. Well, I mean, the the rich have their own private securities. What do they care? Yeah. You know, they don't care. But it's for the others that that really care. But anyway, it is a gorgeous day out. Sun is shining. Hardly a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Have a good day. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Welcome, Stu. I'm calling again about the instituting of school prayer back into schools. I want to thank you for that forwarding of a caller that uh, stayed in touch with me. I've got about four or five people that are genuinely interested in seeing this happen. Oh, that's interesting. And, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to share a true story with you, and it doesn't have a it doesn't have a good ending. But it's a it's a point that I need to make because it proves that prayer in school uh, can work. Um, my friend taught sixth grade for, for 35 years. Back in the early 2000s, um, I went to visit him in his classroom. And I asked him, is it harder and harder to get to the kids these days, you know, with all the things going on in the world, even back then? And he told me it's getting real hard. He pointed to two kids in his classroom. And he said to me, see that kid over there? I said, yeah. I says, I got to keep that kid away from that kid while I'm on the other side of the room. And I said, why is that? He said, those two kids together someday are going to kill somebody. Mm. And I said, well, I said, well, don't you, you know, send them to mental health counselors and school psychologists? And he said, ah, he says, they're, they're just people with degrees. They bring them down to the office. They play video games, pat them on the head, tell them they're good, and send them back. Now, let me tell you a true story. Do you remember the Matthew Chu murder in downtown New London where three kids decided they wanted to kill somebody and jump this kid and just kill him? Yes, I remember that. Two of those three kids were the two kids in that classroom. Mm. Wow. Now, here's my point. Mm -hmm. And this is serious stuff. I, I don't understand why people don't see the correlation between taking prayer out of school and the incredible amount of violence we have in our society but they've got to see that 10-minute video I sent you and I'm trying to post. But anyway, here's the point. Can you imagine if those two kids grew up in a school system, a public school system, where for 12 years, which is 180 days a year, and it comes out to, I don't know, close to 3,000 days they're in school. Can you imagine if they had a 30-second prayer, just 30 seconds, acknowledging a God, and that got into their heads, and furthermore, can you imagine if we just posted five of the Ten Commandments on the wall and said, don't kill, don't steal, don't cheat? If that was in their head for 12 years, do you think maybe, just maybe, it might make them think twice before they jump and kill an innocent kid in the streets of New London? That's a question that people need to ask when they say, oh, we're not going to put prayer in because of separation of church and state. Enough of this baloney. Enough of this. We've got to do everything we can for our kids. More gun laws? Go ahead and pass them. You want student uh, guards? You want armed guards? Go ahead and put armed guards in there. We've got to do anything and everything for our kids, even if it means bringing school prayer back, which has proven to work. It's not, it's not religion, it's science. 
cause and effect. When they took prayer out, the numbers go through the roof. I would love to know uh, from this teacher what were some of the uh, danger signs that he was seeing from these two. Well, that teacher happens to be excellent with kids, and he, he's retired now, but he, he used to coach basketball teams, and I've never seen anybody be able to get into kids' heads. I mean, I could ask him what the signs are, but, you know, sometimes he, he just, he just, I mean, I don't know, that, it, 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 even if there are signs, if these kids are not being given at least the idea that a God exists, it doesn't matter what kind of mental health facility they go to and what drugs they give them, because that's what they do now. They give kids drugs. I can tell you a story about drugs being put into kids. If you don't have some sort of a moral code, something that says don't steal, just put that up on the board, even if it's not a Ten Commandments. Put it up on the board every day and say don't kill, don't steal, don't lie. Just put it up yeah, there. I think teachers should, should, should be talking Maybe. more about, you know, love and uh, not committing crimes and the golden rule and how to treat everybody equally instead of now they want them to talk about gender in the second grade and sex. I mean, that's so stupid. And isn't they could it, be doing isn't it crazy. It's crazy because believe it or not, we are computers and brain science shows that when you plant thoughts and ideas into people's heads, they will act them out, whether they are good or bad. When I taught sixth grade, I noticed that my kids were very in, easy to influence, and I made sure that they thought about things they did and make sure that they were respectful to people. You can teach morals. You can teach it. You can't guarantee that they're going to follow through with it their whole life, but you can get it into their heads to do the right things. I used to have kids that did things wrong, and I'd make them go and apologize to the kid that they hurt, and I made sure that the kid that they hurt accepted the apology. I said, hey, Tommy's bending over backwards here for you. He's, he's seeking your forgiveness. He's sorry for what he did. You gotta, you, some people don't do that. You, you apologize to people, and they still hold a grudge. You can't do that either. You've got to teach kids how to deal with each other, and they end up, they end up being best friends, by the way, when you... Oh, when that's you great. That's like nice that. to know. i got to run, but uh, keep up the good work, and I'm glad that you're getting some action on it. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Thank you, Stu. Thank you. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. I have something really um, interesting. On the obituary page in the day paper, everybody should read, Senate Sergeant at Arms During Capitol Riot Dies, because it's also got stuff covering this January 6th committee trash. And I didn't know Mitch McConnell and Schumer were after this guy. McConnell wanted him to resign, um, and Chuck Schumer was going to fire him. Oh, all kinds of stuff. And it's funny, because in here it says, news, uh, this guy's name is Michael Stenger. He, for 30 years, was a Secret Service, so I think he knew what he was doing. Anyway, news of Stenger's death, death on Tuesday fueled baseless conspiracy theories online calling his death suspicious and attempting to link it to the January 6th hearing announced 24 hours earlier by the House Committee and all this. Well, it's a very interesting... No, I will definitely I read it. them to check mark suspicious. I will really read it. Do they say what he died from? Well, they're saying natural causes, but in D.C., that could be anything. I don't trust anything that goes on in how, D.C. How old a gentleman was he? Huh? 
Does it say how old the gentleman was? Uh, well, yeah, he was seventy-one. I don't. I never could understand this natural causes thing. It's it's always caused by something. So well, I, I well, don't get yeah, that. that. Is that is true? You know, I mean, think of that judge that was found in that bed. I can't think what his name is. He had an Italian name. That Republican judge was it right when Trump was coming in, or did it happen under Obama? And um, it found him dead with a pillow over his face. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Ian. Something else really weird going on. Okay, and then i got to run. Give me a quick. Pro-Palestine mapping website raising alarm in Jewish groups in Massachusetts. And, um, well, that's not good. Uh, They're they're actually mapping out where Jewish churches, organizations, Mm -hmm. and other things, and it's calling for to dismantle and disrupt them. So we got a lot of a lot of bad apples in this country that no one probably know. even knows exists. Well, we just go for the good apples. I got to run right now. Okay. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Sue, uh, Sue, Stu, Sue, Sue and Stu. How are you? Are you a boy named Stu? <laughs> I'm a boy uh, named the, Stu. The caller that called before Susie. I have one thing I'd like to say about that caller. Give that man a talk show. Give him a talk show. All right. <laughs> He was great, and I, I, of course I agree with what he said, but the way he presented it was wonderful. You know, this is all stuff that we all know in our heart of hearts is true. Um, I believe, and I don't know if you feel similarly, I believe there is evil in the world, and I believe that there are people who are allowing themselves to be hornswaggled by evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are unsuspecting uh, somewhat innocent people just aren't thinking or aren't paying attention, and they're allowing themselves to be brainwashed by some of the silliest agendas oh, that, we, that we we spend a lot of your show every day talking about. A lot so of people, uh, a lot of people are manipulated online. It's, yeah. it's yeah. you know, especially if you're on the borderline, and uh, uh, right, right, you walk right over it. Yeah, and we're talking about kids at that impressionable age. You know, and he he's right. You know, you you make them aware. You put something on the blackboard. You tell them time and time again, be polite. You know, sit up straight. Whatever it is you're telling them, they're they're going to they're going to grab hold of it. And if you're telling them something wrong or evil or angry, mm-hmm. they're going to take hold of that. So uh, yep. I just I really like that caller. I wish he'd call more often. No, oh, I hope so too. That was great. Okay, that's all I got, buddy. Thank you. You should see the way some young people are brainwashed when they get out of college. Absolutely true. Absolutely. It takes a long time to have them at least hear both sides of a story. But instead of, uh, you know, everybody say, well, you've got to teach this, you've got to teach that, you know, in the second grade or the first grade, well, why don't they say you've got to teach more love and getting along with everybody? For starters, that would be good. I'll get to another call in a moment. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah, this commercial isn't for you. 
This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Playing Field. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Low Trail, and Max D. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see their new and used inventory. When you have stuff to haul, haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them tonight as they take on the Brockton Rocks starting at 6.30. It's Thirsty Thursday with beer specials and also Dollar Dog Night presented by KM. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeaUnicorns.com. Stuart Breyer with you WICH. Check us out online, WICH.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook and all the other stuff. <laughs> You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hey, Stu, we got a couple things in this next hour. What you got? Uh, Go! They're pretty short. Maria was saying the two letters, U and M. I thought of uh, Felix Unger being the U and Oscar Madison being the M. Mm-hmm. And I know Marvin said he, he knew Casey Jones, the train guy. Um, anyways, if you have a song, I think I heard it maybe on your station a long time ago, because I used to work um, for the railroad many years ago. It's called On the Train, On the Choo Choo Train. Yeah. You know that song? Yes, it was done by Albert Hammond. Oh, was it? It's called I'm a Train. Oh, wow. Do you know the biography on more of the biography, how he came to that song? Oh, I just think he just sat down and wrote a song. I don't think there was anything more to it. Oh, okay. It was cute. It was a cute song. Yeah, it was. Anyway, have a good day. You too. Thank you. Thanks. I'm a train. I'm a choo-choo train. I'm a choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Albert Hammond, his biggest hit uh, was uh, Doesn't Rain in California at Pours. I think that was one of his hits, too. And then he wrote the Choo Choo Train song. Well, I'm disgusted by something, and uh, you can disagree with me if you want, because this program, you can do that. There was a phony story out of the January 6th thing when a young lady, and I don't know if all the other stuff was phony that she said, but it was proven to be wrong. She came up with this bizarre story of uh, Donald Trump grabbing a Secret Service guy and attempting to grab the wheel of the car and uh, it was phony. She got up in front of everybody. You know, America was watching. It makes you realize, I wonder how many other things are coming out January 6th that are not true. Anyway, the uh, Secret Service person that was uh, called the person that it happened to said it never happened. It was never a car that was uh, he was in. And come on, can we ever get the truth? Good God. Now, some of the other things that she said about January 6th, I do not know, but she did say a lot of things were hearsay, which would not hold up in court. So once again, the American people are being manipulated. And I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I just want the truth. They're being manipulated. So they're losing all their credibility right now. And they did, of course, put it all together like they were putting a script. They did leave things out. That has been proven. Like one of the statements that he wanted to, uh, Trump wanted it to be peaceful. So there's a cartoon, 
in the newspaper about it. And, of course, all the the uh, late-night talk shows and the comedians were doing bits about it like it actually happened. And people will believe it because we get brainwashed. So there's a cartoon that shows uh, Donald Trump jumping into the front seat of a car in the limo. Trump attempted to grab the wheel of the beast. And it wasn't true. But people are hearing it over and over and over again by the uh, so-called comedians on the talk shows. And once again, that is not true. Welcome to the program. I missed the last 10 seconds because I had to turn the radio off because I was okay. sitting right by it. Do you disagree with Once what again, I said? No. You're saying it's hearsay. What you're saying is hearsay. No one under oath has come and testified that that story is not you true. You think the Secret Service wait, man of 20 years is going to lie about that? We don't know. A source. He hasn't come on any news station that I know of, and I watch a lot of news, so if I'm wrong, I can be corrected. I okay. have heard that a source has said that he has said that it's not true. So that source is as much hearsay as Cassidy's is hearsay. So we need him to have the balls to go under oath. We need Trump's lawyer, I'm beginning with the P, I, I'm blanking out on the name, I can picture his face, to come under oath. You know what this woman did? She went under oath and said everything that she heard and a lot of, only about a portion of it was hearsay, because she'll say, I overheard the president say, mm-hmm. her office is 10 feet from his. She's well, in me, the hallway. Let me, just say, the let me just say this, that the car that uh, they said that w- they have videos of him in another car to begin with, uh, at the time that was supposed to happen. But okay, go ahead. My, well, I'm, I haven't seen the video. I'm saying that, and, may, and you also have to remember, she didn't say that she saw it. What she said was the two Secret Service agents were in the room she was in and told her this. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were just trying to impress a young lady. Who knows? You know? Well, I mean, there's no reason. Do BS a lot. Maybe they said that, and it wasn't true, but they were trying to impress her. Who knows? But we have not had him. Let's have these other men. Let's have her boss that she's the aide to have the boss. He's been subpoenaed. But he has not come forth. Let these men grow a pair and come forth under oath and say what they say happened. Notice the only ones who seem brave enough lately are women to come across and say. And I'm sure she's being hounded, and I'm sure she's being harassed. I don't want to harass or hounded, but I I want this to be a truthful thing. And, uh, you know, just like the Russian hoax, all the media jumped right on it. I want this to be truthful, too, Stu. But none of the men in the room have the guts to come forward. Or we have the general who took the fifth. He even took the fifth on, do you believe in the peaceful transfer of power? And he took the fifth. Even That had nothing to do with that day. You can't say that you believe in the peaceful transfer of power? No, no, you're, you're getting it. Said, How does she know all this? You're getting How into... wouldn't even welcome Biden to the White House? I didn't, say, I didn't say these other things weren't true. I'm just saying this particular thing, the Secret Service man came came up and said, listen, this never happened. Did you never see happened. The, the Secret Service man say that, Stu? Did I see him? Yeah. I heard many news reports. I didn't actually see him. Yes. Right. I haven't, that's why I'm asking, because I haven't seen that. Uh, every news report I have heard has said, a source has said the Secret Service agent said it was untrue. So if that source said it, 
It's as much hearsay as what she said. Well, so let's at least call it even. All right, let's Let let's call it even. Let's call it even. Happened. Let's call it even. But the news stations and all the reports are that it's true. Right, but it's so not. That's not even. I unless again, I might have missed it, but I watch a lot of news. Has he come on under oath, no less, and said it's not true? Then I'll believe it's not true. But but you believe that again, she's truthful. Maybe it was just two men trying to, you know, impress a young lady. That could have happened. She but never you, said she slept. But she you said believe these two men talked about it. You believe what she said is true. I believe these two men talked about it in front of her. Okay. It may not have happened. She came through as so truthful. Well, that's I, I mean, that's, you know, if you can't trust your gut, she didn't seem conniving. She's a Republican. She voted for Donald Trump. She's not a Democrat or even an independent who had a reason to hate Trump. She voted for him. And she's still saying this. So I believe what she said that she heard these two gentlemen talk about mm -hmm. is true. Maybe it didn't happen, but I believe she heard these two gentlemen talk about it. But let's not... What you were just saying was, oh, she lied. We don't know that. We know that somebody reported that she well, lied I saw her, and what I, she said. I saw a little more about under it. Oath and said, I did see a little more about it. It was a different car he was in and all of that... Um, so right, I, but that, again, she didn't say she saw it. She said she heard these two mm -hmm. Secret Service agents talking about it. Maybe they were exaggerating because, again, it impresses a beautiful young woman. Well, that, that would be, be pretty ridiculous, too. Done that. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you had your say. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Howdy. So what do you think about the way people are trying to buy votes for this election year? Trying to buy votes? Well, naturally, the politicians do that. They'll say well, anything to get a vote. I'm not hearing you good, sir. I'm getting a little muffled there. I want to hear what you have to say. Well, okay. Lamont lowered the gas sales tax. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Now, after the election, so many days after the election in November, that goes away. Okay, so he's going to use that and say, hey, look what I did. I lowered a gas tax. As soon as he gets back in, gas tax goes up. Well, we're assuming that, but maybe he won't do it. But Well, the, the law, law was passed in mm -hmm. the budget yeah. that after the election, that mm -hmm. goes away. Well, sure, it was a good idea for him to do that, not only to help people, which I hope is the first thing that he wanted to do, but to, to help his reelection for sure. Well... Other politicians are doing things similar to that, you know. Hey, but you know, just things like that. You will see more commercials. But hey, I did this, and it's not really doing anything. No. Okay, that, that's it, Stu. I mean, right, that's why we get frustrated with politics. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, Lawrence. I've had enough. I'm going to burst her bubble. Number one, it was on the news last night. If you want to watch News Nation or Newsmax, the secret agent uh, uh, department came forward and made statements that both uh, agents are, are ready to testify that what that woman said was false. It never took place. And I'm going to tell her why they haven't had the balls to testify yet. They can't testify unless Liz Cheney and her illegitimate uh, uh, group subpoena them to testify. They can't just walk into the court there or into the room and start testifying. She kept saying, how come they haven't testified yet? 
They can't testify until they get subpoenaed to testify. Okay. Is that clear enough? Yeah, I mean, I I heard the story a lot of times about them coming forward saying that was nothing. It was it didn't the happen. Story but came I didn't. From the two I didn't see and, the two agents. And from the agency, right. the secret agent, uh, mm-hmm. and they're waiting to get to, to get subpoenaed by the group so they can come in and testify that what she said was a lie. Well, you're probably not going to see it. <laughs> Pardon me. You're probably not going to see them come in and testify. Listen, the whole. Whether it's a hearing or a courtroom or whatever the story is, how would you like, just because you hate Donald Trump, how would you like to be the victim of what he went through for the four years of his presidency, from Hillary Clinton and the rest of them, the lies they made up about him and his family and what they put his family through, okay? And, and what Hill, how come Hillary Clinton and these Democrats, they get away with everything, they never get arrested for anything, just like the abortion clinics right now. All the abortion clinics... Um, the Republicans aren't burning down the uh, Planned Parenthood and stuff. It's the other ones, the radicals, that are burning down the the the, uh, the buildings that support life. How come Merrick Garland and his group aren't going after them? Well, they should. Like, That's like, despicable. Like they the, and there is well, a lot is, of evil coming from there. Laws, one for Democrats and one for mm-hmm. Republicans. It's a disgrace. Listen, I was in law enforcement for 26 years. I know what's going on out there, Stu. Okay, this is no 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 secret. How would you like to be on the other end of this, whether you hate Trump or not, just because you hate somebody? And let's take Trump out of the scenario. What if it was another person, and some person had the right to go in front of the uh, 350 million people on national TV and make up stories about that person without getting uh, um, cross-examined by by the the person's attorney or somebody else, mm-hmm. that, oh. uh, um, which would put all those stories that most people say are false. You always say on your show, we want to get as close to the mm-hmm. truth as possible. There's only one way to get close to the truth as possible. That's by having an examination of a person and then a cross-examination of a person. That's how you get to the truth. Not one-sided like this is. Yeah, it is a farce. I agree with you. Not that everything they're saying is not true, but it's a farce because you're not getting any other sides. And uh... Yeah, and why didn't they let Jim Jordan go on the committee? You know why they put uh, Liz Cheney and Crybaby Kinsinger from uh, uh, from Illinois on that committee that claim they're two Republicans? Because they both hate Donald Trump. They should have put two people on there that don't hate Donald Trump, and then it would have been a fair hearing, and I would have not said a word about it. No, that's but you know what uh, Nancy Pelosi did? No, you two aren't going on it. I'm going to pick my own two Republicans. Of course, that are going to be on their side. That's correct. If the people correct. follow the news, they'll understand that. But some people just get one side of a news story and and don't understand. But uh, and the other thing that was false, also, which the person will come in and testify, is that Donald Trump never threw a plate of food up against the wall in the White House. Mm-hmm. Another false statement. This woman got away with making all these statements with nobody cross-examining her. Um, and I, you know something? If there was a defense attorney, in fact, I could have cross-examined her and would have made her look like a fool after I was done with her, after everything she said. All right, Larry, you explained it very well. Thank you, sir. Yep, bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. How you doing, Stu? All right, sir. You know, it's nice to have another point of view when you call in the yeah, show. that's fine with me. But you got to do a little research on what, what you're going to say before you say it. Uh, if she really is watching all the news shows, she would know. And Larry is right. They have to be subpoenaed to come in and testify. And what's going to happen is 
they haven't decided whether they're going to subpoena him yet. They are going to subpoena him. They're on a break right now. They're going to subpoena him on or about July 11. Mm-hmm. And that's if they decide they're going to. They might not want two Secret Service agents getting up and, and, and rebutting, rebutting the story that she said. They might want that. You know, they might not want that at all. Uh, this, this comes from, uh, is it Kevin McCarthy, a Republican who's going to be the next Speaker of the House? Yeah, he could be. Uh, listen, you're right. I mean, obviously, if they think it's wrong, they're, they're not going to subpoena them because then the people will think the whole, lots of the dialogue was wrong for the whole thing. So He yeah. also said last night that Liz Cheney knows that this story didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. She knows it. But they let her go up there and uh, uh, testify anyway. What they're trying to do, it's all propaganda um, against Donald Trump and for the midterm elections. And Kevin McCarthy last night, he gave the agenda what's going to happen if he's a Speaker of the House and they went back to the Congress or the Senate. Um, He gave the agenda, and they're going to get the fuel... Uh, the fuel back on the board, prices down. They're going to get the country moving again. They're going to attack the border situation, and they're also going to attack the education system. What's going on? Where uh, the Justice Department and the federal government is telling everybody what they got to. Uh, well, that all sounds good, but you know they're still limited because uh, we have a uh, a president who has a different opinion. So he could, uh, veto, he could veto anything, I believe. Mm-hmm, so. Of course, but they'll, they'll but let their... All this is propaganda, and that lady calls up, and she is so scared of Donald Trump. Well, I don't know if she's scared of him. She just likes him, obviously, and uh, that's what she believes, which is okay. I want all opinions. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Let's take this call before the break. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I lost somebody there. All right. Will the gentleman please call back? And uh, I apologize. We got disconnected. I must have pushed a wrong button. In the meantime, I better not be president. I pushed a wrong button. WICH, you're on. In the meantime. Yes, sir. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, Sue. I know it's one call an hour, no. but I have to rebut those two. I, I didn't say the uh, Secret Service guys um, were too scared to uh, testify. I said, if they get subpoenaed and okay. talk, then I'll believe what they said until we do it's hearsay. Okay. The men I was talking about not testifying have been subpoenaed. Her boss, the chief of staff, has been subpoenaed, has not. She, I bet you there's at least six high-ranking Republicans have not answered their subpoenas. They okay. should be in jail, because if it was you or I and didn't go testify and were subpoenaed, We'd be in jail. The All only right. one they threw in jail was Roger Stone. I'm talking about the higher ups. Okay. They have been subpoenaed All right. and they have not talked. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Hey, you know, um I'm listening to that woman on um the radio the other day, what she said about uh, the president and uh it was all hearsay, right? But and then this was a on the a radio show on your your channel. And uh, they they said that uh, 
he wasn't in, in the what they call the beast, the limousine. I don't really know how he got to where he was. But I guess she said he was in, in the limousine when he attacked the Secret Service agent. Well, I'm thinking about it. A limousine is longer than most cars, right? He was in the back seat, right? Now, isn't there a separator between the, the uh, chauffeur and the rest of the passengers in the back of the limousine? I do believe I've heard... Uh, read that before the president is separated or whatever they have like a, a a petition so and he's I know the the limousine is longer so but if he's in the back seat how how tall is he he's over six feet right? he's a big guy he's a big fellow yeah so he's going to lean up through the petition and try to choke this, um, or, um, no, listen, it, it appears that the story is false now. It's There's a lot of evidence that it is false, and people will believe what they want to believe. It's, I'm, I'm no, uh, he's not my hero either. I just want to get I the know. truth. I told you I, I, I had a change of heart, and I didn't vote because of that, because all the, all the uh, candidates were on the same page. And if I voted for any of the other candidates in the in the different uh, uh, categories, I would have had to. It would have ended up voting for one of the other presidential choices anyway, because somebody could have just taken my um, ballot and just checked something, checked uh, one of the or the other of the presidential or candidates off for president. So anyway, um, so he's supposed to have done all that stuff. Um, personally, I when I first heard it. She sounded very, very credible. She wasn't. Um, well, a lot of people sound credible if they is, if they really believe something, or if there's some some people are professional liars. I don't know. I yeah, but yeah, I guess so. But she did. She sounded very, very credible. And if I didn't think about it or known any better, um, thinking about what she had said later, I wouldn't. I would have probably believed her. So, um, but I think the whole thing is. Uh, is is uh, it's not true because I just sat back and I, you know there was no. Um, well, I know this for sure that the January six people when they played a video, there was a video that that uh, I, these are not the exact words that Donald Trump said he didn't want any uh, problems and uh, no violence or anything. They did cut that out because I've yeah. heard the original tape. Now, why would they cut that out? Well, obviously, uh, we know the answer to that. And wasn't it her, Nancy Pelosi's responsibility or somebody from the uh, uh, Congress's responsibility to get um, um, uh, security in there? Yeah, yeah she, could have, uh, she definitely could have made that happen. Yeah. So, um, now, wasn't there a church a while back that burned was burning because of a riot right across from the White House? There was a fire in a church, and they were... And Donald Trump wanted to... Um, he went over to the church, and he, they yes. thought it was just a political ploy. I don't know about that, but... Um, they didn't want him to call... They also uh, lied about that. He had nothing to do with the uh, protesters out there, and that they moved them, and uh, that was another lie. Yeah, and um, but uh, they wanted, he wanted to call the, uh, what was it, National Guard? Or somebody to come and 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 stop the riots, and, and they didn't want well, him to he, do it. He called for a lot of national guards uh, to show up when they had the summer of all the violence uh, a couple of summers ago, and many now, of the people in those cities did not want the national guard to come in. 
I don't know what the problem was because the National Guard was called in back in the 60s and 70s when all the riots happened. Mm-hmm. And that really stopped them. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the I don't know what the problem was. You don't you know destroy property, you know, and they were destroying property. So um, I don't know. It's, it's the whole thing is kind of. I just want the truth. I'm tired of uh, yep. political parties too. lying. I'm just tired of it. Yeah, and uh, I I I don't like the the bull. I don't like the bull crap. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, President Trump has said some doozies along the way during his four years, but I'm I'm just tired of it. It's, you know, I mean, they might have been doozies, but you know, I mean. Joe Biden has said it's some doozies too. Oh my God, he's he's king of the doozies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where I mean, did I get doozy now. from? My goodness. Listen, really? dear, I, I got to run, dear, but thank you okay, for the call. Take care. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. If you knew doozy, like I'll get to some more calls coming up at WICH. Here at Falvey's, there's a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 summer off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or visit us online 24-7 at falveys.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Get back to our doozy show. <laughs> All right, let me adjust my earphones. All righty. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello. Goodbye. Hi, welcome to the program. Anybody home? I got two in a row here. Yes, good morning. Yes, good morning, yes. You're on, sir. You're right, on with so me. Yes. I'm glad to see that karma is fine and well. Who's fine and well? Karma. Oh, Karma, yes. With R. Kelly. Oh, my goodness, what a terrible person he is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's been going on for over 25 years. Yeah, I mean, uh, what are they going to give him, 30 years? He'll be out in less than that, of course. 30 years. Mm Mm-hmm. No. Here's a guy on top of the world, a popular singer, wealthy, and he's got to do stuff like that. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yep. And uh, uh, Larry, I agree with Larry what he said too. That they're uh, it's a, a sham what they're doing. Yeah, there's some scam involved. I mean, obviously, there's some things that are quite credible, but uh, when you start lying, you you lose all your credibility. That's all. They're just trying to take him down so he can't run in two years. Well, obviously, they don't want him to run, and I don't want him to run either. But. Um, that's what they're doing. That's what's happening. Yeah. I asked you a question the other day. I don't know if you did it or not. Uh, did you end up calling Patty up or not? No. I'm, I'm going to make a note to... Uh, she hasn't called in a couple of weeks. 
Right. I think I may have her number, so I will call her today. I just got to make a note to do that. What's going on? Yeah. Okay, Stu, enjoy your day. And uh, if I don't talk to you, have a bang-up holiday. You too. Be safe. Thank you, sir. Hello. Welcome to the program. Plywood. Excuse me? Plywood. Plywood? You're going to talk about plywood? Plywood. Can I pass you the hammer? Right. Well, hammer is uh, probably behind the whole situation in that uh, bang comes down the judge's uh, hammer there, the mm-hmm. gavel. And you, you look around that you have to consider the people uh, he has in the courtroom, too, are uh, a portion of them have their jobs because they were good liars. So anyway, let's get back to the original concept of plywood. Plywood, uh, once they become politicians or they become attorneys, they hang up their sheet of plywood on the side of the road, right? Put their name on it and uh, so forth and so on. So uh, years ago, I thought it was outrageous at the time. A good sheet of plywood, a finished sheet of plywood, may have been uh, $24 for a 4 by 8 it's now 90. Wow. Huh? You wonder why uh, houses uh, cost so much to build? Sure. But, Everything's more expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. But now, we the people, like Langford said, who was elected uh, to run or nominated to the party uh, to run in Oklahoma, he said, we the people, that's the Constitution, we the people. And it's not a vote for uh, an individual. It's a vote for we the people, the concept. Now, they are the ones that grow the trees. We the people grow the trees. The companies produce the plywood. Now, plywood has uh, almost gone up 400%. Now, the people growing the trees, it's uh, barely 50% of what it was uh, about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, what we the people get is about half of what we used to receive in terms of uh, across the board uh, items. I understand your point, sir, but I am close to the news, and thank you. Maybe we'll talk later, all right? Well, not talk. i got to get to work here. All right. Have a good day at work. Welcome to the program. You're on. Good morning, Stu Breyer. Hello, Marv. i got a couple of minutes. What you got? Well, I'm adjusting my earphones like you are, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Communication number one, is probably what we have really failed to do, communication. We have failed to speak well, and we have, ha- we have failed to listen well. And uh, I don't know. What else would you like to talk about? Well, I don't have a lot of time, so communication would probably be it. <laughs> hmm. I'll tell you what. I'm going to communicate something here. Um, the city of Norwich wants to revolutionize our school system here. And I just wanted to say one thing, and this is a communication. We have no revenue here, okay? And now we're going to spend a lot of money. That's a liability. We're going to spend a lot of money on schools. It's a liability. And we have no revenue. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who's running this town right now, but whoever it is, is a retard. Bye bye. 
Okay, got uh, had to clear that one there. Got a news break coming up, lunchtime oldies, and uh, the police chief of Norwich will be on after 1 o'clock. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. How much do you know about the dangers of acetaminophen? I'll be right back with some information. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Acetaminophen, marketed as branded Tylenol, and by many generic companies, is the most commonly used pain reliever in the United States. But unfortunately, Tylenol overdose is the most common type of poisoning in the world. To avoid accidental overdose, keep the following in mind. Keep all acetaminophen products out of the reach of children. That many combination products have Tylenol in them, including cough, cold products, pain relievers, and sleep aids. And the maximum daily dose from all sources is 4,000 milligrams or less if you take other medication that's detoxified by your liver. Be careful. Know what medications you take. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB-FM in Norwich. News. I'm Steve Kathan. Big moment getting underway now in Washington. The swearing-in of the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. Here's CBS's Jan Crawford. Justice Stephen Breyer turning his seat over to his former law clerk, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, who will be sworn in and make history as the first black female justice ever to serve on the Supreme Court. Now, Jackson, like Breyer, expected to be a reliable liberal vote, but you know, she is certain to have an impact, the court, on the law, and, and really as a role model for young women and girls. Well, two key court rulings on the final day today. One backs President Biden's effort to drop the Trump policy that forced most asylum seekers to remain in Mexico until their cases were heard. Another limits the EPA's ability to curb greenhouse gas emissions, something the White House calls devastating. Climate professor Susan Annenberg at George Washington University. I'm not surprised by the ruling. I think this was expected. I feel somewhat optimistic that we don't have a more sweeping uh, limit of EPA's authority to regulate greenhouse gases in general. President Biden today called last week's court ruling on abortion a mistake and destabilizing. The president, who previously said the Senate rules should change to allow for the passage of a voting rights bill, now says the filibuster should be amended to allow for the passage of abortion rights. But there doesn't appear to be enough support for that in the Senate now. At a news conference at the tail end of the NATO summit in Madrid, Mr. Biden called on those who disagree with the high court to make their voices heard this fall. Vote in the off year and vote, vote, vote. That's how we'll change it. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. A judge temporarily blocked Kentucky's near total abortion ban that was triggered by the high court ruling. The Supreme Court also today tossed out several lower court rulings against gun restrictions, including bans on assault-style rifles in Maryland and large-capacity magazines in New Jersey and California. 
Well, some of us are getting a start on the 4th of July holiday weekend. The roller bags are working overtime at Orlando International. Central Florida is AAA's top domestic destination this holiday weekend. Jim Delisle is from Waukesha, Wisconsin. We came down to join up with my wife who's down here uh, coaching a national volleyball team. Three and a half million people are expected to fly during the holiday travel period, a slight increase over last year. And as of late morning, there was only one canceled flight headed here and just a few scattered delays. Peter King, CBS News at Orlando International Airport. And for those hitting the highway, the national average for a gallon of regular gas is 486. The Dow is down 218. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Ew, Dad, why are toenails so ugly and yellow? Hey, it's James, and if you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Let's face it, toe fungus is embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off and hid my yellowing, crumbly toes from everybody. But nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. Even a small spot can spread and get worse. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Finally, me and thousands of others are free from fungus. And you can be too. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-764-9219. That's 800-764-9219. Eliminate your toe fungus once and for all, guaranteed. Call now, 800-764-9219, or visit crystalflush.com. For the second time, a U.S. senator is doing battle with a Muppet. That was a little pinch, but that was okay. Texas Republican Ted Cruz posted a clip questioning PBS and Sesame Street for using Elmo and his dad to aggressively advocate for newly approved shots for young children. I had a lot of questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. In his tweet, the senator says the clip cites zero scientific evidence COVID vaccines for kids under five are safe. Last year, Cruz called out... Big Bird for getting vaccinated. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Newly released census data indicate the U.S. population is older and less white. The report says since 2000, the national median age has increased by more than three years to 38.8. The largest single-year gain was last year. Eight of the ten largest cities lost population during year one of the pandemic. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. I don't want to hear no disco I don't want to hear new wave I ain't old but I love my gold It's too bright, knows what to play Come on and bring my memories Every day, uh-huh Stu's old show From noon until one We're having so much fun W-I-C-H Radio. If you want something to play with, go and find yourself a toy. Baby, my time is too expensive, and I'm not. A little boy 
Ladies and gentlemen, you ain't heard nothing yet. Well, maybe you've heard it before, but it's nice to hear it again. Welcome to our lunchtime break. Here's the Bachman-Turner Overdrive.
60s, 70s, monster hits, and sometimes we dip into the 50s and uh, maybe in the late 2000s. It's our lunchtime break at WIC. If you love these tunes, 60s and 60s music all weekend long on WICH AM and FM. Take us along on a wonderful summer weekend with uh, some of the best 60s and 60s for you. That's, uh, of course, a great Beach Boy song from 1964. And then, yes, of course, it was a summer hit. Seems like all the Beach Boy songs are in the summer, but that's not true. But every time I hear the Beach Boys, I think, oh, it must be summer. It's funny how they have us thinking that. Maybe because their name is the Beach Boys. <laughs> I just figure that out. All right. Everybody, enjoy. Act naturally. That's what we need to do. Just act naturally. Here's Ringo.
Naturally, all right, that's, of course, Ringo, originally done by Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, and then Ringo recorded it, and he did pretty well with it, our lovable Beatle, Ringo Starr, having fun with the memories, you got it, noon to one in 60s and 70s on the weekend, should be fun all holiday weekend. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio. 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich and 94.5 W233DB Norwich. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Here at Falvey's, there's a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 summer off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. 
The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them tonight as they take on the Brockton Rocks starting at 6.30. It's Thirsty Thursday with beer specials and also Dollar Dog Night presented by KM. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeeUnicorns.com. Oh, it's so beautiful up at that field. Take it all in. 78 degrees, WICH with Stu. The forecast calls for warm today, 87, 63 tonight, 94 tomorrow. Sunday, highs about 88. And Monday, the 4th of July. What have you got planned? Got the grill ready? (laughs) You know the grill that Dad got for Father's Day. He wants to try it out. We should have very warm summer weather on Monday, the July 4th as temperatures uh, should be about 90 degrees. So you can celebrate the holiday on the beach, if you like. Keep it here with WICH AM and FM. Remember, 60s and 70s weekend. Every day, all summer long, gives you a chance to hear the best songs of the 60s and 70s.
that's all it takes. <laughs> We're only human, we're supposed to make mistakes. get your second win you make a mistake you're only human or you're you're only an alien whatever it is you're only from out of space what a master he the songs that billy joel wrote and the hit songs that he had is just i'm amazed at that kind of talent all right let's go to a summertime hit believe it or not this song is 52 years old doesn't seem that long ago when the year was 1970 and the group was bred
for us to keep And if I chose the one I'd like to help me through I'd like to make it with you To make it with you, he's not pulling any punches there. That's David Gates. Before he had all those popular hits in the 70s, he wrote a song called Popsicles and Icicles and a few other songs. So he's a pretty good songwriter. Well, earlier we heard the Bachman-Turner Overdrive. You ain't heard nothing yet. Now we're going to play the Blues Magoos. It's called We Ain't Got Nothing Yet. It's an interesting name for a group, the Blues Magoos, founded by Mr. Magoo. Yeah, Mr. Magoo, yeah. There's nothing. There it is. We ain't got nothing yet. They got a little something after that hit on WICH. You know what's amazing? I don't think B.J. Thomas ever got enough credit. He had so many hits. Can't help believing the eyes of a New York woman. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I'm so lonesome I could try, cry, or try either. Uh, Another Somebody Done Somebody Wrong song. Hey, won't you play another Somebody Done and Rock and Roll Lullaby. And this was probably one of his biggest hits. It's called Hooked on a Feeling. I think it made it to number one. He had many others, too. Some singers just don't get enough credit. But they do on this program at WICH. How's that feeling? 
awful when you're in a hurry and get hooked on something. Uh, just, wait a minute, I'm hooked here. B.J. Thomas on WICH, one of his greatest hits as we share some of the memories of the 60s and 70s and sometimes even further back than that. Well, you know about the signal SOS. We're not talking about SOS pads, which means you save the dirt in the pads. Or Is that how it goes? All right. Here's ABBA, one of their many hits. They could use a little help, so they're yelling SOS. Where are those happy days? They seem so hard to find. I tried to reach for you, but you have closed your mind. Whatever happened to our love? I wish I understood. It used to be so nice, it used to be so good.
songs always make you smile. Hey, Abba. SOS. Stu's with you. Lunchtime oldies. Here's the Spencer Davis Group. Haven't heard from them in a long time. They owe me an email. Get up to the microphone. Tell us who you are. Show you're a man. You know, when you're a man, I guess when your voice changes, remember one day you're, hello, ma, and the next day is, what's for dinner? Hmm. Must be scary. Well, let's give equal time here. That's I'm a man by, uh, who did that? Spencer Trace. Uh, <laughs> Spencer Trace. <laughs> uh, that kind of cracked me up there. Spencer Davis Group. In the meantime, equal time. I don't want to be accused of being a sexist. Here is Bette Midler. It's called I'm a Woman. I can wash 44 pairs of socks and have them hanging out on the line. I can starch and iron two dozen shirts for you can count from one to nine. I can scoop up a great big dipper full of lard from the drippings can Throw it in the skillet, go out, do my shopping, be back for it melts in the pan Cause I'm a woman, W-O-M-A-N I can rub and scrub till this old house is shining like a dime 
feet, the baby grease the car and powder my face at the same time. Get all dressed up, go out and swing till 4 a.m. and then lay down at five, jump up at six and start all over again. Cause I'm a woman. If you come to me sickly, you know I'm gonna make you well. If you come to me hexta, you know I'm gonna break the spell. If you come to me hungry, I'll fill you full of grits. If it's love and you're liking, I'll kiss you and give you the shiver of this cause I'm a woman. Got a $20 gold piece Says there ain't nothing I can't do I can make a dress Out of a feed bag I can make a man out of you Cause I'm a woman W-O-M-N I'll say it That's it. Bette Midler, WICH with Stu. How about a song that was uh, looked into by the Federal Bureau of Investigation? Because when the Kingsmen sang this, they thought it may be a secret message because no one could understand the words. So they did investigate the Kingsmen. Here's the song. That's the song that confused everybody. But here it is in its original form that came out in 1957 by a singer by the name of Richard Berry. It was really not a big hit for Richard Berry. But here it is when you can actually hear the words a little better. Catch this. 
Because you could understand it. What you have to do is sing the same song and don't make it audible. You know, and, and that worked out for the Kingsman, but not for Richard Berry. That's life. Here's Dusty Springfield. Stu, I only want to be with you at WICHAM and FM. Forecast very summerish today, high 87. 
clear, a delightful night tonight, 63. Low humidity today. Tomorrow, the humidity is up, 94. Saturday, mostly cloudy, scattered showers in the thunderstorm, humid 86. And Sunday, warm 88. Monday, July 4th, will hit 90 degrees. Currently, it's 80. WICH AM and FM. Stu Breyer with your Chief Daily, my guest, coming up after the 1 o'clock news. I do, I love you. 
What to say? She wants you to look her straight in the eye. Be a man. Tell her how you feel about her. I love you. Let me tell you about Irish Springs Pool Water. Because when you need water in your pool, Irish Springs Pool Water will be there quicker than a leprechaun doing a jig. That's right, short stuff. Irish Springs Pool Water fills your pool with municipal water or well water. Beer would be better. Be quiet before I kick you like a soccer ball. Imagine cool water in your pool with quick prompt delivery, even available during the weekend and evenings, all at competitive prices. And when your pool is running low, Irish Springs Pool Water can come by and top it off at a special rate. So, does that mean I should start wearing my little green Speedos with the shamrocks on them and come over to your house? Irish Springs Pool Water. Competitive prices, on-time delivery, cool water. How lucky could you get? Well, darling, since I'm a leprechaun, I could help you get lucky. (laughs) Not on your little green life. (laughs) Irish Springs Pool Water. Call 848-4100. Fill your pool with the look of Irish Springs Pool Water. Hey, come on, darling. The water's great. Some songs you just never get tired of. It's just, they're just so good. And it's Under the Boardwalk by the Drifters. They want to go under it a little bit today because the sun is bright. Oh, when the sun is down and burns the tar up on the roof. And your shoes get so hot, you wish your tired feet were fireproof. With my babies Where I'll be Under the boardwalk Out of the sun Under the boardwalk We'll be having some fun Under the boardwalk People walking above Under the boardwalk We'll be making love Under the boardwalk Boardwalk from the park you hear the happy sounds of a carousel mm, You can almost taste the hot dogs and fresh fries they sell Down by the sea On a blanket with my baby Under the boardwalk. Boardwalk. 
under the boardwalk. WICH with Stu and since I was walking the boardwalk on Ocean Beach, beautiful down there yesterday. The boardwalk's what is about a half a mile. You get a little bit of exercise. Huh? Well, thanks for joining our lunchtime oldies. And uh, as we uh, told you, the Norwich Police Chief, Pat's going to be with us, taking your phone calls, if you like, at 889-5252. And some of my questions that we've been holding in to ask him, and he's uh, nice enough to come in, so we'll do that right after the news. Your number one local connection, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310. We're on FM2 now, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Don't forget Jimmy Fallon follows the news at 2.05 with his talk show. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kathan. Historic day at the U.S. Supreme Court. I, Katanji Brown Jackson, do solemnly swear. I, Katanji Brown Jackson, do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend... 51-year-old Katanji Brown Jackson becomes the first black woman to serve on the nation's highest court. CBS's Jan Crawford on a statement she released. She just says she's truly grateful to be part of the promise of our great nation. She accepts the solemn responsibility of supporting and defending the Constitution without fear or favor. She says she's especially grateful uh, for the time and attention given to me by the Chief Justice and Justice Breyer. Goes on to say he's been a personal mentor and friend. Then we hear from Justice Breyer saying that he's glad for Katanji, using her first name. Her hard work, integrity, and intelligence earned her a place on the courts. The White House calls a ruling by the court today devastating. It limits the EPA's power to cut industrial greenhouse gas emissions. Legal analyst Lori Levinson it's going to be much more difficult for the Biden administration to address issues of climate change like rising sea levels or extreme weather patterns because their expert agency has been limited by the Supreme Court's interpretation of their powers under the Clean Air Act. But as CBS's Stephen Portnoy tells us, the court delivered a win to the White House. This 5-4 to four ruling allows the Biden administration to move forward with its plans to wind down the Remain in Mexico program and have asylum seekers presenting themselves on the U.S. side of the border instead. Chief Justice John Roberts and Trump appointee Brett Kavanaugh sided with the court's three liberals. Conservative Justice Samuel Alito says the ruling will mean untold numbers of immigrants will be released into the country. And in his dissent, he wrote, quote, I cannot go along with any of this. In Madrid today, President Biden called last week's court ruling on abortion a mistake and destabilizing. We have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights, it should be, we provide an exception for this. A Kentucky judge has blocked that state's trigger law, and Florida's 15-week abortion ban has just been blocked. There's a manhunt in New York City after a young mother was shot in the head and killed while pushing a stroller that held her three-month-old child on a Manhattan street. Mayor Eric Adams. We strongly believe it was not a random shooting that the victim was targeted. And we're going to catch this person that's responsible for this action. Well, checking Wall Street right now, a comeback by stocks, but the Dow is still down 93. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 
They're pounding on the door. They're calling on the phone. It's the collectors. It's those credit cards you ran up trying to start your business. Now you found out that a DBA hurts the family and brings the pain home. Do you remember hearing these commercials on radio? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. It's no wonder they call him the godfather of credit. Ray Reynolds will get your score above 750. Do you need 50000 of corporate credit? By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate, and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Now you can call Ray's webinar at 800-565-7933 and get your credit score up to 750 and receive a $1,000 cash credit card within days. Call 800-565-7933 to find out more about his secrets to success in helping fix and improve your credit. Remember, a new corporation set up right now will have the two years you need for a line of credit up to $150,000. In 2022, it's time to get your life back. Call 800-565-7933. That's 800-565-7933. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. It's always a pleasure to have the Norwich Police Chief with us, Chief Pat Daly on WICH. And uh, you're welcome to call in with your questions as well at 889-5252, the uh, telephone number. Hi, Chief. Good afternoon, Stu. How are you? We're doing fine. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Let's see. First of all, um, I want to remember to tell you, a listener said, you know, they got a call. I don't know, yesterday or two days ago that uh, there was a missing girl and uh, came from the police to a boy came from yes. that, and fortunately was found. And she thought that was, was that um, unusual to call everybody individually? How does that work? It's a reverse 911 system. We've tried, uh, we had it for a couple of years, but this because of the kid, the age of the child, is a four-year-old child, we decided to call, uh, call the neighbors and mobilize our workforce. You know, there was 10 of us officers working. I went, the deputy chief went, and then probably another uh, 20 firemen. But we, when we made the call, we made it in that neighborhood, and we increased, uh, you know, you do a force multiplier. We had 200 people out looking mm-hmm. uh, because the, the child could have been in your backyard. You might have saw something. So we made the decision to use a reverse 911 directory to, uh, to call the citizens, and it was encouraging. It made me feel really good and proud to be a citizen of Norwich as I'm checking the side streets. In my own vehicle, I saw people coming out of their houses, checking their backyards, people out walking, and everyone I stopped knew about it. So that was really, really nice that the city stood tall that day, um, and the child was found, located safely, and mm-hmm. it was nice to see. So then we sent another call out just to let everyone know that we had uh, located No, that's a wonderful thing. Could you just push that mic a little closer to you? And uh, that's good. So... Um, I th- always thought that, but this must not be for children, that if an adult is missing, you have to wait 24 hours before you start looking for him? No, there's no waiting There's no all. waiting Actually, at all. We, we prefer if you don't wait, to be honest with you, because sometimes uh, clues are, are time-sensitive. And he was last seen there, or he or she was last seen in this spot. We need to start from there. So that's a, that's a myth we battle constantly. Oh, no kidding! No, I've always yeah. heard that. I've always heard that, Chief. You know, that you got to wait twenty four um, hours. It's actually, it's gotten to the point where there's actually a statewide policy on how to handle missing persons. Mm-hmm. And you know, people call call us want to report someone missing. We always we either do attempt to locate or go out and do a full missing person uh, nationwide type for the person take it very seriously. And that's something, because I, I see it on television, I say all the time, you know, I can't do it, Mike, gotta wait 24 hours, and... No, uh, no it, it really, especially if something nefarious has happened, you, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. 24 hours, it can handcuff us. We'll start with a question. You have a question for the chief. 
Hello. Hello. You have a question for my guest. I do, I do. Um, I live on Boswell Avenue, and there's been a series of uh, serious accidents involving uh, speeding. Um, what does the chief have in plan to deter this, these speeding accidents? Okay, we'll have the chief address it. Thank you for calling, sir. Certainly. Uh, obviously, there has been two serious accidents on Boswell Avenue. Uh, the speed is an issue on all the streets in Norwich right now. We are we have increased our motor vehicle activity. I'm sure the public has seen the officers out there more and more. Uh, we've purchased some speed advisement signs that let people know. Uh, but that's part of the post-pandemic world we live in. Uh, speed is a tremendous issue right now, and we don't know why. I don't know if it's the cars because they have so many sensors in it that people just don't look at their dashboards or they become so involved in their own lives that they're not checking the speedometer but speed is an issue throughout the city and throughout the country to be honest with you um so we're going to start increasing our motor vehicle activity and stopping speeders and uh again put the advisement signs up we have four signs we put them throughout the city rotating them uh on the side of the road you may have seen one on the way here because there's one on harlan road for a while uh that talked about you know your speed just to let people know because i think a lot of people just aren't paying attention anymore do you think that if they do it, or go ahead with this roundabout, uh, will that make that area much safer? Or would you the studies say it does. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a very political uh, hot potato, uh, but what I've seen from the studies and from the DOT engineers, uh, you'll go slower but faster because uh, if you ever tried to get from Walmart to City Hall, there's, I think, 23 traffic lights. So mm-hmm. this will get the, the eliminate some of the traffic lights. So your speed will be slower but you'll not stop. WICH, your question for, let's go over here. WICH, your question for the Norwich Chief. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. How you doing, Chief? Hey, Larry, what's going on? It's uh, Larry Rice. He knows you. <laughs> Listen, my, my st- uh, I want to talk to you about uh, uh, the fentanyl and the overdose, especially of uh, some kids right here in Norwich. Um as you well know, uh, these people who are, are dealing this fentanyl, uh, you must have saw the uh, news just a couple of days ago, the ones with uh, over 250,000 pills in California, and they were let go in 18 hours by a judge uh, with a promise to appear in court. Uh, so my question to you is uh, to stop this from ha- You know that, that those fentanyl pills are going to make it to the East Coast sooner or later from the West Coast. So what, what can you do as a police chief with the rest of the chiefs in the state of Connecticut to deal with the, pro- the uh, district attorneys and the judges uh, to keep these people who are dealing this deadly uh, stuff to our children uh, locked up instead of being released up back onto our streets. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. We're all concerned about that, Chief. Do, are we seeing um, elements of that? Yes. Uh, fentanyl has arrived on the East Coast. It's been there for probably about two years now. It's a very, very potent uh, synthetic version of heroin. And it can be uh, very, very fatal if uh, overdosed. We are working with that. Uh, We have had a couple of prosecutions in this half of the state on manslaughter for uh, people who deal heroin and then the the dealers end up using, uh, the the user ends up dying. So that is working, seems to be working well. We just had a, a narcotic search and seizure warrant yesterday on Broadway where we ended up seizing a decent quality of fentanyl. Um, but it's it's a, a nationwide epidemic. It proved to be COVID-proof. 
Uh, we thought COVID may slow some of the fentanyl use, the fentanyl overdoses, but it has not. It has definitely replaced heroin as uh, you know our major drug that we see uh, currently. So what do you tell folks who live in an apartment complex or just suspect uh, something's going on in the neighborhood? I know that you have an anonymous tip line. Uh, yep. What should they do? Call the Norwich Police uh, Department. Uh, you know, you can ask, go to dispatch and ask to speak to the detective division or the narcotics division or the anonymous tip line. Uh, you can email tips in. I get tips emailed to me. Uh, we, whatever it is, you know, we'll work on it. We get I constantly get tips. They go on our list, uh, and our narcotic guys uh, do what they can to address all the uh, reports. The the incident yesterday that I spoke of on on Broadway was a result of a neighborhood complaint. See, it can work. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Um, I also like to follow up on what Larry Rice was saying in regards to uh, people being arrested and let out on bond. We had a guy that smashed into a house here on Boswell Avenue a few nights ago. He evaded the police, ran away. They had to call out the state police with their dog to track him down. After all that, the police, the fire tied up here for over an hour. They let this guy out on a 200 and actually a $2,500 bond, which is in reality $250. To me, that's just ridiculous. I, I don't know what the police officers feel about that, you know, putting themselves in danger and and having this fool out in an, in an hour on $250 mm-hmm. cash bond. And we'll talk okay. about that, sir. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we're pretty frustrated, and I know you don't, uh, you can't make the rules on that, but I've talked to policemen many times, and they say they keep rearresting people, and then they do something serious. Um, how can you... We try to push for a bail, uh, you know, bail reform. I guess, uh, let, keeping people a little bit more. But obviously, the prisons only have so many rooms. The jails only have so much holding space. So it, it puts us up and against a, uh, a tight, uh, a tight issue. So we understand everyone's frustration. We we get it too. But it's the system we're working with, and we are working to change it. It's just uh, sometimes it's like trying to turn the Titanic. It's a massive undertaking. I mean, I can see if it's um, not a big situation, but if it's a serious situation, that could have been even more serious. Uh, but once again, I know we can't blame uh, the messenger. Yeah, we have to live with and work within the system, and we do what we can. Let me take a break, and then we're going to get into some issues that we've been talking about uh, on the program on our open forum. We'll be right back with the chief if you have a question. Eight eight nine five two five two. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. July is here and that means it's time to use your garden partner points. You've earned them and this is the month to redeem them. If you're not a member yet, sign up today and begin earning points right away. You can use your points on annuals, perennials, shrubs, garden gifts, or maybe even that awesome statue you've been eyeing. Hart's has some great sales going on with something for everyone. All 10-inch hanging baskets are just $19.99, and all 4-inch pots are $4, including proven winter brand plants and many great summer-performing varieties. We have plants that love the sunny days, so stop by today and refresh your planters and gardens for those summer parties. We also have fresh and colorful patio pots ready to grab and go. They make perfect hostess gifts. 
Stop by Hearts Today, Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. We're open seven days a week. Just look for our big, famous pink hanging baskets. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. All right, let me talk about uh, this with the chief. The Norwich chief is with us here today, and uh, it's good to have him on the program. We had a big discussion about panhandlers, people that are uh, called up very frustrating, uh, frustrated. They're, you know, they see them in a lot of different places. They're not sure which one of them really is in need, or is this some kind of a business going on where they're dropped off in certain areas? Uh, what can you do legally, and uh, should we do anything with that? There, that's a, a question society has to answer when it comes to panhandling. There's a lot of uh, protections, First Amendment protections, if they're on the public uh, sidewalks, and we don't have the loitering laws like we used to have. They were the unconstitutional probably in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, but private property, if a business, uh, you've seen a lot of the gas stations now starting to put signs up, no, no panhandling, no uh, soliciting, so we can enforce those. Uh, the Walmarts of the world f- put a sign up saying no uh, soliciting. So if you have a sign and they don't abide by it, then you can then, uh, address it. They call us and we'll ask them to leave. If they don't leave, then we'll take uh, action for trespassing. All right, that's interesting. So it could be as easy as that. Just put a sign that says a no uh, trespassing, yeah. no panhandling. Yeah, and then we can ask them. Public sidewalk, it's tough. And we understand there's a, a lot of people out panhandling. Uh, whether or not they're in need or not, I leave that to the person. Uh, some people help. Some people give them food instead of uh, cash. Uh, we have a wonderful social services program in Norwich. We always direct someone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of between the soup kitchen and uh, Norwich uh, Human Services. There's really should you know there's there's plenty of help out there. We've been uh, hearing you know about things. Uh, I don't know if it's any better. You know, down at the uh, the pier there and. Uh, People, some some drugs and some this and some that, or has that uh, quieted down? It's quieted down a little bit, but it's still one of our concerns. The Brown Park area, people gather. It's a public park. It's very attractive. It's a nice spot, mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately, it, it attracts people for not the right reasons sometimes. So we we try to stay on top of it, but like anything, people uh, sometimes gather for for reasons other than what we'd like. Welcome to the program. Yes, I'd like to talk to the chief about the speeding on Boswell, as other areas in the town. Um, I know they're aware of it, and they're doing their best. They're up here with radar and everything. But are they ticketing these people or just giving them warnings? Because they're going at a high rate of speed. They're even passing. And also, we have a scooter problem. And I was told we don't have a scooter problem in the city. Well, they can come up here any night, and they can see all the scooters. And they're in and out of traffic. And they don't have license. They don't have to insure it or register it. So if they hit somebody or we end up hitting them, then what? I just think that something should be done about these scooters. Hey, thanks. Thank you. No, there is a scooter problem. It's, uh, it's also it's, all the cities are facing scooter issues. Because of the size of the motors, they don't have to be registered or, or carry insurance. And that can be a, a problem uh, for us as far as enforcement action. Um, 
so yeah, we are very concerned with uh, scooters. We had a fatality car versus scooter probably about a year ago on West Main Street, uh, where a scooter uh, drove into a vehicle and uh, the scooter operator was killed, unfortunately. Uh, we're very, very concerned with scooters and how people operate them. Uh, at night, they, they do, they dart in and out of traffic and they're gone before we, we get there and they, uh, they're very, very unsafe. And if I had my way, and I've talked to Senator Austin about it, I'd like to find ways to make them either get registered or have something where we can enforce uh, a little bit more teeth uh, the scooter issue. So there'd be laws similar to your automobile if they're going too fast, or but they, you know, they it's legal for them to do it. Yeah, and the scooters, some of them can get going pretty fast, uh, but you know we'd want to have insurance and register and have a license to operate them. Uh, that's kind of what we'd like to to get to. Uh, they're great for the economy. They're great for uh, saving the environment, but it also brings a certain amount of uh, danger. There's not a lot of protection on the scooters. All right, eight eight nine five two five two is our telephone number. So we have some uh, good news. I guess there's uh, two or three people joining the force. Yeah, we're always hiring, but we're not. We're losing people through the retirement and career change just as fast. So I think last time, every time I've been here. Uh, any if any listeners are have a considering a career in law enforcement, or uh, looking and have a relative who may, send them our way. Uh, we're always looking for good officers, uh, and we're doing very uh, we're doing very well hiring, but we're not hiring as many as we'd like. So when somebody says, "Yeah, I want to join the force," how long would it take for training and before they would actually get on the force? Uh, the whole process. The testing process, we've gotten that short down. That can be as short as 60 days. Uh, and then the police academy itself is better part of seven months. And then there's a training period after that field training. So from hire to by themselves in a patrol car is usually about 10 months. You know, and something that's interesting, Stu, is, and I'm proud to say, uh, we've, been, we've been hiring a, a large number of female officers, uh, which is great. You know, uh, very, very pleased to see it. We uh, have so many, we're actually out of female locker space. You know, our station was mm-hmm. built in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, and no one ever imagined that you'd, you'd have a, uh, a, you know, a, a large number of female employees, which is what we want. You know, we want a diverse police force, and now it's kind of coming back to haunt us because we don't have the space to, uh, to put them. So is the police station uh, a thing of, a pi- of the past when you want to put in a new and a bigger one, or...? Yeah, it's 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 still it's always been an issue. Uh, we worked recently on the, getting the radio system up and running, which was uh, our lifeline. But now that we're really starting to look at the police station, you're starting to see it's getting to be at, at the. We, it's past. It's it's time. It was built, and it didn't really give us a lot of uh, room for opportunity to expand. So if we could sometimes get a little ahead of the curve, we yeah. could. Uh... We could do more. We could be doing more with mm-hmm. what we have to do better. Uh, you know, sometimes people, if anyone has had to come to the station to make a complaint, a lot of times they have to stand in the lobby and talk to the officer, where in a, a, like any other police department, there's an office to take the person in and have some privacy, just because all our extra space has been gobbled up. Uh, society has changed. Uh, you know, some police departments are starting to hire social workers now. We don't have room for them. Uh, there's places, uh, you know, the fire study that just was in town recommended a lead dispatcher, a dispatch supervisor. We don't have an office for them. So it's very tough to uh, to stay and grow the agency when you're handcuffed by the facility you're in. 
So what would you use a social worker for after you arrest somebody to speak with them? Or uh, some people said when you're going on a domestic uh, abuse case to bring one with you? We, we have had social workers ride with us, and we have social worker interns right now. Uh, some departments are actually hiring social workers. I believe Groton Town has done it right now, or in the process, and I know Stonington has done it. But they have social workers on the payroll. They're worth their weight in gold. A lot of the problems we faced are, are based in mental health or economic or uh, family situation. The social worker is just able to help the person. You know, we're there for the, the criminal aspect, but we're also trying to prevent a reoccurrence. And the social workers are doing a wonderful job about getting the people the help they need. Some people say that maybe you should send a social worker as opposed to a policeman. I find that be very difficult. That's not a good idea. Talk to the social workers out there because... Mm-hmm. Some of the calls we get to people are in crisis, and they're, they're, it's dangerous. Yeah. And so you need you need the protection. I mean, we hear a policeman who go on those calls and get shot. Yeah. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, G. Daly. Good afternoon. I'm, I have a question about the roundabouts on Route 82 yes. they're supposed to get. Um, do you know, uh, I don't know how big they are, but... You think they'll be big enough for large delivery trucks like tractor trailers to get down there, or if they aren't, will they have a a, a larger one at each end of the Route right, 395 and on top of the hill and the other end of the Route 82? From, Thank you. Yep. From what the DOT engineers tell us, they are going to be uh, large enough. Uh, much like the one downtown, the curb is mountable, so uh, if your, your trailer can't make it, your tire can't run up on uh, the outer ring of the roundabout and uh you know not do any damage that way um you know the, the they're modeling these after other roundabouts throughout the country that have worked and you know the tractor trailers get through and the buses get through uh and you know snow plows uh, the most successful example i've seen or heard of and did some research on is in golden colorado they have a, a an inner a strip kind of like the route 82 strip uh and they put i think four or five in there in very close proximity and it actually uh, eliminated the problem greatly. Welcome to the program. Hi. Which? Hello. Hey, Stu. I got a question for the Chief. Chief is here. Go right ahead. What's your question, yeah, Joe? Hey, Chief Daly, man. I know, look, I've been here in North 38 years. I was 19 when I joined the Navy. I did 20 years in the United States Navy. I go back to Chief Averly and then Fazal, uh, Chief Fazal, and I remember you definitely Chief. I, Did you have a question, no, I Joe? Can't, I can't, I can't, no, it's not even a question, Joe. I'm telling Chief Daly, you do a fantastic job. If I won the lottery, I would build you a brand new police station. You do a fantastic Okay, we're rooting for you. We're rooting for you to win the lottery there, buddy. I'm pulling for you, and and I go back to Chief Abley and Fazaro, and I do stand on the shoulder of giants, uh, both the former Chiefs Abley and Fazaro. I had the pleasure and honor to work for both of them, and I learned so much from them, and, you know, every day I I do something that one of those two Chiefs uh, Mm -hmm. I I copy. WICH, welcome. Do you have a question for Chief Daly? All right. Hi, do you have a question? Yes, Chief Daly. Um, I'm against the roundabouts and knowledge. I would rather just have from the bottom of Route 82 down by the bridge, by the uh, fire department, all the way up to Ames Plaza, 
I would rather have uh, uh, speeding ticket cameras in, in the stoplights. Because oh. there, are, there are people that uh, all they do is they speed in and out, in and out, in and out, and they change lanes. And I think that's what causes the majority of the accidents on the West Main Street. What do you think? I would think, and uh, excellent question, I think the major cause is uh, exiting the private drives along West Main Street. Uh, the, you know, the inside lane lets the outside the the person pull out, and then they don't see the outside car coming. Uh, there's a lot of rear end crashes. Speed is always a factor. Uh, red lights, especially at the the intersection, uh, back at four corners down near the EGP firehouse. Red lights have been an issue. It's gotten a little better since they redid the traffic lights there. Uh, but red light cameras, they've been in California and the western states for probably almost 30 years here. And the, stat, the statistics now are starting to come in and saying they've had little crash reduction and little speed reduction, and communities are starting to take them out because they feel that they're, it's a money grab and they're punishing their citizens unduly um, for the, with, the, with fines, and it's not having the safety effect. You know, we're not looking to make money off of tickets. We're looking to improve driver behavior and correct the issue, and if you're not, and if you know if Los Angeles or Arizona has had these uh, cameras for thirty years, and it's, the roads aren't any safer, then you know that makes you question the validity of them. Okay, hi, nobody there. WICH, welcome. Hi, uh, I have a question. Yes. Okay, uh, Chief Daly's on. He's yeah. on. He's right here with me. Okay, I called nine one one. A few weeks ago, my neighbor was having a stroke. I called 911. A police officer came questioning her. Um, it wasn't only till about 10 minutes later that a rescue truck came. She could not speak. She, she was having a stroke. And she told me, a couple days uh, later that that policeman was questioning her to death about things and she could not speak but there was no EMT or somebody accompanying uh, that situation. Can you tell me what the problem is? Thank you. All right, Let me make uh, the story clear to you because uh, this listener has told me before and then you can comment on it Chief. She saw her neighbor and the neighbor was out there just yelling help and uh, she did the right thing. After hearing the neighbor yell, help, help, she called 911. And then the police came, and what she told you after that, you may want to address. Uh, I don't have the f- specifics of that situation. I would probably say uh is an unknown type of someone calling for help. So usually we'll send the police department to determine if it's criminal or someone's in danger from an assailant. And then maybe the officer turned around and called for an ambulance. Uh, they, they might have been questioning the subject to determine whether or not they're having an overdose, are they intoxicated, or is it stroke? All th- diabetic, stroke, intoxication, and overdoses present very, very sim- similar in the street. Uh, so the officer might have been trying to glean that. And I'm sure as soon as the officer realized it was a medical emergency, they called for the, uh, the ambulance. When should you call 911 and when shouldn't you call 911? Uh, for true emergencies, we have four lines coming in, and oftentimes, you know, if there's a bad traffic accident, all four lines will immediately go, uh, you know, start we calling at the same time. 
you know, if you don't need know what the number is, uh, it's 860-886-5561. That's the business number uh, for routine calls, non-emergency calls. But a matter of life and death call, and I tell everyone, and I'll tell everyone here today, if you consider it life and death emergency, then call 911. Uh, so unfortunately, um, a lot of our older listeners CBS out there News Brief. <coughs> will usually uh, not call. Uh, because they don't want to bother anybody or they don't think it's an emergency. Uh, if you think it's an emergency, you think it might be an emergency, please call 911. And welcome to the program. Chief Daly's with us, and we welcome your question. Yes, hello. I'm sure this isn't the first time he's heard this, but on Canterbury Turnpike, uh, it's, um, we have a terrible problem with people speeding day and night. Um, I, I'd say some of them might be going like 60 miles an hour you have those they have come on those motorcycles those real fast ones it, it's sometimes it's really outrageous you know you you can't even slow down and get in your own driveway they they almost hit your car i wonder if there could be so, something done about mm-hmm. no, thank you Terrapike is a long straight road uh, we've had numerous speeding complaints and some serious accidents there over the years, and that's always on street that we address speeding on. It's, um, but our enforcement actions have had limited success because people do speed. They see a straight road, they think they have a good sight line, and they start moving along pretty well until they realize, you know, the deer runs out or the the car backs out of a driveway. Uh, so we've had the speed signs up there. We do enforcement activity up there frequently. Um, and the problem is real on Canterbury Turnpike, but we do our best to address it. We get so many calls on speeding from all different areas around town, and I know that there's still a shortage of police. How many would would be a perfect situation if you could get how many more in the force? Well, right now we're short because of uh, you know not the workforce and retirements. We're down seven right now, mm-hmm. you know, just to get us to normal staffing. And then I have a cops grant. Uh, that I can hire another six after that. Uh, so it's you know it's tough to find qualified officers. Tough to find people who want to be police officers right now. So and that's nationwide. And you know the COVID, the Great Resignation, didn't help things either. People aren't just have left the workforce and don't want to return. So are there other things we could do? More signs, bigger signs. I think uh, everyone's really just have to like re-educate themselves on basic drivers and you know pay attention to your speed uh you know look down it and i think we're all guilty of it uh especially and we, we one of the things we talked about i mentioned earlier with all the sensors cars have you can't back into things it tells you if you're clu- too close to something but there's no speed advisor that says hey you've go- you're going well over the speed limit and if you're in your head doing a work issue you could be going 15, 20, 30 miles an hour over the speed limit and not know it. You know, just tell people, please, you know, we all have to drive on these streets and our kids are on bikes on these streets. Slow down. I was in the corner with a blinking light and uh, obviously I took a right too soon and a very uh, gentlemanly police officer pulled me over and uh, was talking about it with me. He didn't really give me a ticket. But he said, you know, you've got a complete stop and, you know, and this and that. And I said, great, we got along fine. And uh, at the end, he showed me 
in the back of a warning or something, you know, asking questions how he did. Is this something new? Yes. Uh, back when the uh, the Racial Profiling Act happened, began in like 2012 or 2013, uh, the officers are at the conclusion of a motor vehicle stop, give out a uh, ticket advising of your rights or if you feel you've been mistreated or not uh, treated fairly uh, and how they can complain and what the next action is. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Yeah, you know, we're always looking for feedback. I mean, some people have a, a grudge and they may put down anything. Yeah, and they do, and some people, you know, they'll never admit they did something wrong, and some people, you know, didn't. Or, But that's what we have. It. We've went out, we've gotten body cameras and cruiser cameras now, so it's really easy to, to make sure the person was treated fairly. And, um, you know, if someone feels they d- they're not, contact, uh, you know, the police department, ask to speak to the supervisor, and we'll address their concerns. So all the cars have... Um Videos, cameras? Video cameras, and the officers have body cameras. And body cameras. Yep. And that's everybody? Yes. No, it's doing the best you can. We are. In technology, the body cameras, uh, sometimes the batteries die or they shut off or they fall off in a, in a scuffle. They're the first thing that usually comes flying off. Mm-hmm. But we do try to have them on and uh, and do it. What's the mood of uh, policemen in general? I mean, it could be very, very good here, but across the country... As Rodney Dangerfield would say, they don't get a lot of respect where they should, starting with uh, defunding the police, which was one of the more moronic, stupid things I ever heard. And, uh, you know, if there's one situation where a policeman does something that he shouldn't be doing or she shouldn't be doing, they blame every policeman. Uh, really, they need so much more respect than they get. But what's the mood in, in your area? It's starting to get a little better. Uh, Norwich has been great to us. I really can't complain. The uh, the city of Norwich and the community has been wonderful. But uh, right up until COVID started and people were dropping food off, we were getting cards and letters and thank yous and all this, and then George, the George Floyd tragedy happened. Um, so the actions of uh, irresponsible officers well over 2,000 miles away instantly changed how everyone looked at law enforcement and we went from heroes to zeros in literally five days. Um, and then we, you know, we, we had a lot of community meetings and we're starting to swing back. Uh, but nationwide, that's a, it's a tremendous issue because it is a thankless job. And we all signed up for it. And I'm not, no, it's not like complaining, but I do feel for the officers who are out there trying every day, trying to do the right thing. And, you know, when an officer does something stupid like happened with uh, George Floyd, and you know, senseless, and we all had a, we all still feel the ramifications of that today. Of course, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if uh, if a radio announcer gets in trouble with the law, you're going to turn on the radio and hate every radio announcer. It makes it, no sense. It does. It's illogical. It is, and you know that's what we try to you know tell the officers: Hey, one interaction at a time, make a difference every day. Go out mm-hmm. there and do your do good things and then people will do it and you see from the callers today overwhelmingly positive supporters of the police department and I, i'm glad i work in norwich i live in norwich i lived every minute of my life in norwich um and we're in a good good place well let me take a little break we have a few more things to talk about with the uh, chief daily and uh, your question at 889-5252 would be next we'll be right back Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. July is here and that means it's time to use your garden partner points. You've earned them and this is the month to redeem them. If you're not a member yet, sign up today and begin earning points right away. You can use your points on annuals, perennials, shrubs, garden gifts, or maybe even that awesome statue you've been eyeing. 
Hearts has some great sales going on with something for everyone. All 10-inch hanging baskets are just $19.99, and all 4-inch pots are $4, including proven winter brand plants and many great summer-performing varieties. We have plants that love the sunny days, so stop by today and refresh your planters and gardens for those summer parties. We also have fresh and colorful patio pots ready to grab and go. They make perfect hostess gifts. Stop by Hearts today, Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. We're open seven days a week. Just look for our big, famous pink hanging baskets. Dreaming of a new car? A new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Scient Federal Credit Union. The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them tonight as they take on the Brockton Rocks starting at 6.30. It's Thirsty Thursday with beer specials and also Dollar Dog Night presented by KM. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeaUnicorns.com. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands, the shops, and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Okay, we're Chief Daly for a few more minutes, uh, so get your question in now at 889-5252. Chief, there's a little fire uh, in the dumpster at uh, the dump. Uh, yeah, well, the Rogers Road Transfer Station, I just uh, mm-hmm. learned that there's a fire up there, so... Uh, there's now hydrants up there, so please, to the citizens listening, avoid that area because the fire trucks and the tanker trucks are going to have to uh, use the roads to come down to apply the West Town Street area to get uh, water and go back up there. So, Anytime there is a fire, uh, is, are the firemen accompanied by police as well? We try. Uh, we mm-hmm. do try. Sometimes uh, there was an incident last year in Taffel where there was a fire and we were tied up with a police emergency and it took us a while to get there. So people, if you see the firemen on the side of the road, just like construction workers, Give them, uh, give them some space, let them work, and once the hose is on the ground, find another way. You, you know, drive over a hose, it'll destroy your car, destroy the hose, and there goes the ability to put the fire out. So, Gage, the uh, we always hear around the country the crime is up, up, up. Gage it in the, in this community? Is it up this year or? Uh, in certain areas, in certain areas, not. Uh, stolen cars were up a little bit last year. This year, it's been a little consistent. Uh, there's still a lot of shootings in Norwich, uh, which is very troubling. Um, and 
you know, obviously the speeding issue, those are the, the big things. And fentanyl has remained steady. It's still a problem. But as far as, you know, burglaries or, uh, you know, gas station robberies and things like that, those are down. It's nice to hear something down. You're on the air. Hi. Yes, hi. I have a question about gun control. You know, they talk about gun gun control. Did anybody ever think about checking into some of the medications that the parents put their children on, that it could be altering their thoughts, just like Cantex can cause somebody to have suicidal thoughts? Maybe these children that are on bed as they get older, and of course video games don't help either, they start, you know, acting the way they do and shooting up schools or stabbing people. Did anybody ever think about the meds? I haven't heard the meds, man, to Thank be you. honest with you, but I have heard, and you brought it up, the video games and the amount of violence that are in video games. Uh, but there's been no definitive answer uh, on what the causes that you see in the, uh, you know, the breakdown that causes these, uh, these active shooter situations of, uh, amongst very, you know, high school age kids. Uh, which is incredibly concerning. Most arrests and uh, things that are investigated, is there always, uh, not always, but a big majority connected with drugs and alcohol? Ultimately. Yeah. That and mental health, uh, you know, those, that's the trifecta right there. It's, uh, you know, drugs, alcohol, and then mental health. WICH, welcome. Hi, Stu. Good afternoon, Chief. Good afternoon, sir. Um, I just have a question for the chief about a noise ordinance in the city. Um, some uh, some of the areas in Tapville, uh, there are some very noisy neighbors, and there is also a business, the old Knights of Columbus, which is um, noisy when they rent out the hall upstairs till all hours of the night. And I just wanted to know what the noise ordinance would be for that if I were to call and complain. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Norwich does not have a noise ordinance, and not every community does. Uh, it's evenly split. Uh, we always go on a, a question of reasonableness. If it's two in the morning and the Knights of Columbus is booming and you know the the, the music is pumping out, that's unreasonable. Um, but if it's ten o'clock on a Sunday mo- uh, Saturday morning and someone's outside uh, with their car radio on, that's probably not unreasonable. So it's tough. And uh, you know, Norwich has entertained uh, looking at noise ordinances over the years, but then it's like based upon a decibel meter and it gets very tough because people do have a right to enjoy their property but people also have a right to their peace and quiet it's it's a very tough situation so we mediate the best we can um but if you think something's unreasonable feel free to call us Uh, again we deal with a lot of noise complaints um and you know we do our best to mediate them usually we end up just telling people to turn it down and by and large 99 percent of the time that works so we're coming a, a, upon the big July 4th weekend. Uh, do you have any special ways that you would uh, cover it and different from other weekends? Uh, we'll no- we shift normally as we do, uh, but we're hypersensitive to fireworks. And, you know, the listeners out there, you know, be careful, be safe, use safe and legal fireworks. Um, you know, don't go go to, you know, the cousin in the other state and get in the... Uh, TNT Superblock, you know, just keep it to uh, what is legal in Connecticut and be safe. There's a lot of fires that are caused uh, by uh, fireworks, and there's also a tremendous amount of injuries, personal injuries caused by fireworks. Uh, so it's always a c- time of concern for us. I had a gentleman call the other day who was uh, actually attacked by the robot at Stop and Shop. I'm serious. 
He was. <laughs> I haven't heard about that. You heard about that? I did not. Oh, you didn't hear about that. that. I don't know if that was something they called the police, up, but somebody did uh, in, in the store drop kick the robot. <laughs> But um, that would have been an unusual 911 call, I guess. Yeah, but we have some unusual ones over the years. Uh, can you pass along some of them? Some oh, of them that never should have called you, obviously. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, uh, hey, listen, the cable's out, and the cable company's not picking up, so we'll call 911. Mm. Uh, you know, next week uh, on July 8th is the Norwich fireworks. People call 911 asking what time the fireworks are. Uh, wow. You know, when the fireworks begin, people call nine one one saying they hear fireworks. It's you'd, you'd laugh if you heard some of the calls. I'm sure I. But I don't want to discourage people from calling. No, no, of course a, not. There's a huge population out there that don't want to bother the police, and that drives me nuts. Uh, you know, people pay their taxes. People do that when when there's smoke in the house. They don't want to bother anybody. I've heard people bo- say that. I don't no, want to bother anybody. Yeah. I'd rather go in the smoke in the house. Or when you know the fight across the street, they're just having words before the gunshot or the stabbing happens. Would rather get there early and mm-hmm. intervene early before it gets bad. Any other advice you can leave us with, Chief? I think we've covered a lot of things yeah, here. Uh, be a good neighbor. Be kind to each other. Uh, watch your speed. Slow down. Uh, and let's get some civility back into society. We've kind of lost that track over the last two years. Let's return civility to uh, to Norwich and. Uh, let's all be safe and take care of each other. You mm-hmm. see something, say something, report it. And we can do it right here, one town at a time. Yes. Yeah, we are, And again, Norwich has always been good, but uh, let's continue to be the example I think we are. All right, my friend, thanks for the time, and I uh, hope you had a great vacation. I did, I did. And you're back in action. <laughs> yep, we're back. <laughs> all right. Chief Daly has been our guest. Thank you for the phone calls. We'll be back shortly. Here at Falvey's, there's a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 summer off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's Let me tell you about Irish Springs Pool Water. Because when you need water in your pool, Irish Springs Pool Water will be there quicker than a leprechaun doing a jig. That's right, short stuff. Irish Springs Pool Water fills your pool with municipal water or well water. Beer would be better. Be quiet before I kick you like a soccer ball. Imagine cool water in your pool with quick prompt delivery, even available during the weekend and evenings, all at competitive prices. And when your pool is running low, Irish Springs Pool Water can come by and top it off at a special rate. So, does that mean I should start wearing my little green Speedos with the shamrocks on them and come over to your house? Irish Springs Pool Water. Competitive prices, on-time delivery, cool water. How lucky could you get? Well, darling, since I'm a leprechaun, I can help you get lucky. (laughs) Not on your little green life. Irish Springs Pool Water. Call 848-4100. Fill your pool with the look of Irish Springs Pool Water. Hey, come on, darling. 
the water's great. Hmm, water sounds good right now. Pretty warm day. WICH weather, mostly sunny, warm, and comfortable humidity. 87. Tonight, mostly clear, a delightful night. 63, mostly sunny, hot, muggy, or 94 on Friday. Saturday, 86 for a high, scattered showers. Sunday, about 88, sunshine. And Monday, the 4th of July, a mix of sun and clouds, 90 degrees. Right now, it's 83. We got a few more minutes, uh, ten more minutes, if you'd like to call in on our open line at eight eight nine five two five two, and have your say about anything that the chief has said. He is not available now, but we have some uh, open time. Welcome to the program. Hey Stu, I had a call in on the fourth quarter. Great interview with the uh, chief. I I I remember Chief Abley. I Chief Rosaro. I worked through Ron Aliano. 15 years, and Patrick, uh, Chief Patrick Daly, what an Irishman. I saw him come up through the ranks. He's a, he, he's a great guy, man, and he's doing his best. I'm sure Norwich and the police department and under his watch is spectacular. Well, I think they're doing a great job, too. Yeah, man, so I, I just want to uh, send that out. I always... I try to call you in all your interviews. Listen, man, I'm telling you something. Yeah, I think he's a really great chief. And I mean that. And I mean that sincerely. And Marvin, you know, he talks about his nuclear fusion, Mm. all his bullshit. Okay, see you later. Don't want to get into any profanity now and all that jazz. Uh, <sighs> things I could say, but I don't want to make things worse. All right, 889-5252 at WICH. Welcome to the program. Stu, I used to do a lot of radar mm-hmm. when I was on the force. Yep. And uh, two streets I did a lot of radar on was a Star Street and a Siam Street. They're both very short streets and they're very narrow and very windy and you're not going to believe it. They're Mach 25 miles an hour. In fact, Star Street is a school zone. And I, I, I used to uh, get people going on those streets uh, 65 to 70 miles an hour. In fact, some I got in the 70s in a, in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. So let me ask you this, Larry. When you were a policeman, were you always have enough police, or were there times when you were really short like they are now? Uh, no, but people don't understand either that you usually Norwich has got like forty thousand people, and and you know how many cops there are on one shift. Uh, you only got about ten mm-hmm. for to cover the whole all the Tafel, you know, Arkham, West Side, East Side, East Gray Plains. You you've got a large area, and you only got like ten or eleven police officers at one time on one shift. That's all you got. So there's not many. And you, you, sometimes you don't have a lot of time to do motor vehicle uh, because you, you're on, you're going from call to call. You know, people call and make complaints about stuff, and you're always running to house to house. So you really don't have time to to do radar or set up to get people going through red lights and stuff like that. But if you do have time, and sometimes if it's slow and stuff, uh, you have a chance to do that. You'd be amazed on what what the speed that people do. I, I was kind of shocked. And some of the people that I, I caught speed in, in the in the amount of speed they were doing. Yeah, it's amazing. 
mm-hmm. and many of them took off on me. So but, in those they, days, were you allowed to chase them? They don't uh, like to people. That, that was up to the that was up to the sergeant on the desk. Mm-hmm. You, of course, you called it in once you started to pursue, and if the sergeant, you had to tell him like where you were, uh, the uh, how traffic was, uh, and, and all those kind of things that that went into the chase. And then if the sergeant wanted to call it off, he'd call it off. He'd, he'd, that that would be it. And uh, but I had a lot of people take off on me. As soon as you put the lights and siren on to try to stop them, they were they were gone. History. Mm. <laughs> Not an easy job. <laughs> I could I, I could do a whole show with you on motor vehicle stops and some of the things that I, that I came across. What are some of the excuses that they gave you? They had a bellyache or something? Uh, uh, no, most of the excuse was I didn't know I was going that fast. Yeah, that's that's a normal one, right? Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, the chief was right. That'd be great if they started making cars today. They make cars with everything else in them. Why don't they make a car that would talk to you and say that you're going over the speed limit? Maybe Wouldn't that be great? Maybe they could make a car that would give you a ticket. Yeah. yeah. But uh, You have a ticket. Most of, most of the streets in Norwich are 25 miles an hour, by the way. All, mm-hmm. the, you know, all the side streets. Yeah. Uh, that's what the speed limit is on most of all these streets. And I, I'll tell you right now, these people are doing 55, 60, in the 60s, uh, and this is why there's a lot of accidents. Uh, it's unbelievable. You try to stop with somebody pulling out in front of you doing that kind of speed, you're not gonna, it's not going to happen. Yeah, slow so, down, folks. And listen, I, I must yeah. have asked this question a million times, and why do they make cars that will go up to 90 or 100 miles an hour? Listen, i got a Chevy Malibu. Yeah, I only got a four cylinder in my car, but because of the transmission and all the fancy stuff they put in there, my car will do 120 without a problem. Still, can we do something that's about a, that? Well, that's up to the manufacturers. Yeah, uh, I know. It's that just stuff out. Really weird. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna. Um, you have a good weekend, my friend. Yeah, you too. And enjoy the uh, fourth. Uh, don't eat or drink too much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I'll remember that when I go on my little tricycle. Okay, have a good one, Stuart. Thank you. Hope you all have a safe and a wonderful weekend. Please be kind to each other. W-I-C-H. Keith C. Rice will be in tomorrow for me. Don't forget this weekend and every weekend, the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. And I've got a special on Monday. We're going to play the best of our lunchtime oldies hours. Enjoy that. Bring me along to your picnic. I'll make sure there's no ants getting on anything.
was the movie about lions, remember? Born Free. I think that was an award-winning movie song, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, it was up there in the top ones. And it was a movie about the lions and uh, being born free, and it was very, very good. If you ever get a chance to uh, see it. So have a safe weekend. Hope you have some company. Enjoy it. Or enjoy your own company, right? Why not? Thanks for making us your number one local connection, Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310. And also to let you know that uh, we're on FM 2, 94.5, W233, DB. Following the news, it's uh, the entertaining guy, Jimmy Fallon. Right now it's 2 o'clock.